You have just entered the Katie Ma podcast. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 307 of the KB Mod podcast. It is January 14th. I'm Katie Sen. I'm joined by Tim, aka Staffu Noob, aspiring Hello. streamer and content maker. He's here with us. Aspiring. Aspiring. <laughs> he's he's new. It's his first week. <laughs> well, I mean, he's just building himself up. So, you know. You gotta make it big. You're you quit my me. job. <laughs> quit your day job. Yeah, he's here. He's with us. Award-winning uh, mustache. He's made it. We've also uh, got with us legendary, infamous uh, streamer, content creator, All Sham No Wow, has returned. All right, that I am not that big. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to be nice, man. Like, but... <laughs> if Tim if Tim is aspiring, I'm like mediocre, fledgling. <laughs> <laughs> no that's a good word yes fledgling streamer i'm sure that name is taken on twitch but that's a good it's a good name fledgling streamer anyway on life support streamer yeah that's basically what this is uh this isn't gonna make its way anywhere into the audio version but i just want everyone to know this is the second take we had uh my instinct was to hit record after we always do you know three two one start i, I said three two one and i hit stop streaming on obs which is just a classic from just a, a high quality stream. But we're in here, we're reformed, and uh, we're going to have a great, co- uh, great podcast. So how's everybody doing? I know it's been a I'm while great. since uh, I'm doing you. pretty good. I haven't had a good laugh like that in a while. Yeah, so oh, that's yeah, pretty though. funny. Yeah. That's a good start. What really everything. sucks is that uh, none of that made it onto the VOD because it was all what? Yeah. Oh yeah, the laughing for sure. I'll but three, two, one, stop. I mean, that's just classic right there. Right. Yeah. I hope some of it made it on there. Just imagine someone doing something as dumb as hitting stop streaming. Yeah, it's. Uh... Isn't that really funny? <laughs> <laughs> it explains itself. <laughs> but yeah, been uh, we are what two weeks into the new year now. Everybody been doing good, doing well. Yeah. That's I mean, can't complain. I have another holiday coming up for work. Day, so. Okay, cool. Well, awesome. So uh, I guess we'll get right into what we've uh, what we've been eating this week. What we've been playing. Any eating. noteworthy dishes? <laughs> what Thank we've you. been eating? I didn't know that. Okay, that is something is... that uh, we've started doing. Like for a while now, we always talk about pretty much. We, we always say what we've been doing and what we've been gaming, and recently we've been doing like what we've been eating. Because we've been uh, having some like noteworthy dishes to have, I guess. So, I don't know. I usually don't have much to report on. Anything? Yeah, what, 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 what do you have? What, what, what have you had like in the past I week? I just said I don't have anything to report if... on. Nothing. <laughs> Great well, I segment. Mean, I mean, there's so... been some good food. My, uh, my parents are great cooks. I had this uh, like shrimp soup uh, with like homemade, like really good grilled cheese. That was delicious. Paired together? Uh, no, not together. Well, okay. I mean, I had them like not. Just wondering. Yeah, I mean, I had like the sandwiches. He's and not the a soup. savage, Tim. <laughs> I didn't dip it in the soup, but uh, no. I mean, those were really tasty, but uh, nothing really adventurous. But. Uh, I've recently discovered, I mean, all of our local pizza places are garbage, 
but <laughs> they don't do just pizza. They do like, you know, hoagies and other shit like that. Yeah. And there's this one that they bring their lunch specials into work, like just their menu. So I started ordering from there and their fries. I don't know how they make them, but they remind me of high school fries. And those were the like best French fries I've ever had in my life. So I've been ordering those nonstop. I did not have only. the same experience in high school. Really? Ours ours oh, were delicious no. in high school. They, I think they put them through an air fryer. They were so very like, bland. I don't mm. know. They, they tasted like they were still in the freezer. I, oh, it was that's not, not good. good. <laughs> no, these ones are, um, you know, they, they just like the perfect crispiness to them. Um, you know, they're not too soggy, but they're not too, like, you know, they're just like together. They nice crunch to them, but they're soft in the middle. And they were just, uh, they were wonderful. I so I've been ordering those a lot lately. Fries. Yes. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, nothing major for me. Just the okay. standard. I work by Taco Bell, so I mean, sometimes you got to get that <laughs> and hate your life afterwards. It's very notable stuff. Yeah, speaking of fries, I mean, Taco Bell, making that addition pretty soon. Are they really? Yeah, they're Have they not done it yet? Is that still like coming <laughs> soon? Right. Yeah, We're going to learn uh... how to make fries. We still haven't figured that one out yet. <laughs> I don't know. Do you cut up the potato? That seems really odd. Yeah, that's... We're going to try that. <laughs> but you're going to have to give us a few months to, to test this out. <laughs> what are they going to pair it with? That's yeah. my question. Like nothing. There's nothing on a taco nothing to pair that with. goes with fries. Mm. And they're just gonna put them on the tacos. Just... They don't even serve ketchup Ooh. at Taco Bell. What are you gonna? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> True. None of their sauces go with fries, unless somebody else has tried like using Taco Bell sauce with their fries and can report back that it's like it's not bad. I mean, um... they have potatoes that you can put inside of your tacos and stuff. I've done that. It's not bad. Okay. I don't mind it. For me personally, yeah. I feel like fries can com- so almost like complement anything. So for me, it's I don't get too like artisan with it. It's just good food with good food. So, but uh, I mean, I'll, I'll try them. It's not going to be like I'm sure they'll just be good fries. Like I, that's I love, whoa, my, man. Favorite thing, <laughs> my favorite thing is how just uh, how boring we all are that the idea of Taco Bell. After <laughs> fries have been around for literal decades, yeah. they finally decided to bring around fries, and everybody's like, "Yeah, I think I'll go to Taco Bell to try their fries." <laughs> Motherfucker, just do something else with your life. Don't go to Taco Bell to get fries. What? <laughs> what are you doing with your time? It's true. They're just they're just potatoes. <laughs> but they're but they're in strips, and they're <laughs> oh man. Do you think people are going to Taco Bell just for the fries now? Like, not even for the, the tacos? There, as soon as they're released, you can bet your ass if you went in there and you <laughs> just sat in Taco Bell for a couple of hours, you would see every single person order fries to try them. That's how goofy we are as people. Definitely. No, I mean, they go to Taco Bell for the Baja Blast, but then they'll get the fries because why not? They're there. Right. right. We, we consider French fries at a place that did not previously had French fries as a new life experience. To it's changing. <laughs> Revolutionary. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I mean, if anything, there's been, if you're like me personally, there's not a lot of Mexican food I enjoy. Like, I like tacos. I like the uh, chicken quesadilla they have. But, uh, so fries will be better for me. It's like, I don't do spicy food too well. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm the same way. Yeah. I Everyone's saying slice. cheese fries in chat, and I guess they have a good point of what they have okay. there to put on fries. Yeah, but I, I well, I guess if you're gonna order cheese fry, I don't know. I wouldn't pair cheese fries with a taco though, unless you're just going there for the cheese fries. Right. But if you're doing whatever, I don't care. Have the fries. I'm not gonna judge you. <laughs> I feel like you already have judged them. <laughs> Have the fries however you want. I don't care. Put them on your taco. It's not my stomach that's got to deal with the problem afterwards. Have you guys seen how many different types of Oreos there are? I was having this discussion no. in, in my Discord because somebody was like, have you guys seen the these random there Oreos? And I'm like, flavors. dude, I was just the Wegmans. There's like hot cinnamon Oreos. There's... Um, what? Oh, shit. There, there's like Nutella Oreos, but they didn't, they didn't um, do a crossover with the brand Nutella, so it's just chocolate hazelnut Oreos. So, I, I don't know. Uh, they seem to come out with a new PSA. Do not flavor. eat them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't eat the chocolate hazelnut. They are disgusting. Yeah, that doesn't sound good at all. Especially the cinnamon Oreos. That just sounds. Yeah, I don't, I don't terrible. know how cinnamon and Oreos supposed to go together. Yeah, but yeah. I, they seem to come out with a new flavor like every month. List of Oreo varieties. I right. just want an idea. Oh, that's oh, yeah, that's my fucking god. This goes on forever. <laughs> I know there's like the the mint stuff, the red velvet stuff, which I mean those are pretty good, but I'm sure they're just a ton. Who? They're who Swedish fish. Put the entries into Swedish this Wikipedia fish page. Oreos. Hold on. What yeah. the fuck? Swedish fish are already the the. I, what's the word that I'm looking for? The most watered down, just boring fucking candy flavor oh that exists God. on the planet. And then to put it into an Oreo. <laughs> that sounds so bad. Swedish fish Oreos. Like made Oreos. Oreos. I'm not sure these are still around. These are just whole, what, are, they have been out there at some point. I'm just thinking of random compliments to Oreo cookies, and they probably exist. Like, I'm thinking Sour Patch Oreo cookies. Those probably exist. <laughs> Coming soon, new limited flavors including cherry cola Oreo, kettle corn Oreo, pina oh. <laughs> colada oh, Oreo no. thins are planned for a May oh, 2018 no. release. No. Oh. Jesus Christ. Can okay, I pre-order so those? Over, just I just over... found out the new nasty food reading at uh, land next year, though. And then mm. it's all these Oreos. Over over the year of 2017, we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten different Oreo flavors. Jesus Christ. And then we've just had two that were released on January 1st, 2018. So we're starting off strong. Wow. How do they get away with this? The two time. Who and wants? one of the yeah, one of those from last year was the Peeps Oreo, which I never tried, but I can Ooh, only that. imagine how gross that was. No. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Peeps in general. Also, the Dunkin' Donuts mocha Oreo that just sounds so sickly sweet. Waffles and syrup Oreo. Hmm. You know, the Dunkin' Donuts... Wait, say that title again? What was that flavor? Dunkin' Donuts mocha Oreo. Okay. That well, I guess it tastes like, like, like a, mocha, a mocha latte or something, but right. it's already so sweet on its own. I'm sure I they have, know. like, coffee Oreos. Maybe, maybe they balance it out, but... <laughs> I would try a coffee try. Oreo. You know, I, would, I like that if, oh, it's not, try, but... if it's not an Oreo, they call it Beyond Sandwich Cookies. Like it's a new <laughs> frontier. Like we're, no. we're, we're, ex- we're escaping the Milky Way galaxy, the Oreo, the Oreo <laughs> Sandwich Galaxy, and we're going beyond Sandwich Cookies. Wow. <laughs> so Oreo fudge rings and fudge sundae cream and, oh, God, there's so many things. Have you, have, you, have you guys ever tried the Oreo pudding? No, I haven't. The Jello, Jello Oreo pudding. 
No. Uh, Jello? I don't eat Jello often. Well, Jello is the brand. Oh, Je- yeah. Jello yeah, okay. is, a, is a brand okay. name. Sorry. I guess I have had it on like the Oreo cream pie, like cakes. Like, I could see that pies, you, get, you know, like, that's probably that what it's it. kind of like. Yeah. I think that might be good. Like, I mean, I like the taste of Oreo cookies, so I, I think, you know, it's hard to fuck that up and just, you know, another form, I guess, pudding. I feel God, like stop suggesting things about... like black licorice Oreos. Just oh, stop this chat right now. Skittle oh, Oreos. This is... uh, oh. oh, no. <laughs> Lucky Charms Oreos. Captain Crunch Oreos. There's like a cereal There's crossover. There's Fruity Pebble one back in October that they oh. did. So, Wow. The, the, the jokes are becoming real. <laughs> I feel like we've gone from talking about food to like describing an episode of Black Mirror. Just all these no. satanic <laughs> flavors. That, that's the funniest thing about it is that I could totally see a Black Mirror episode about right? <laughs> like 30 years in the future. Oreo has just gone fucking absurd. Oh, and everybody's concerned about what Oreo is doing to their cookies. <laughs> Every single food is now in Oreo form. Like you're on a cheesecake factory. And that's the only like, food you available. To, yeah, you go to Red Lobster, you're like, yeah, I'll get the, uh, you know, a linguine alfredo and they just give you a set of oreo cookies and oh, you eat them you're like no oh, that was delicious and there's just one man in the entire like country. oreos the new soylent <laughs> the next, so yeah he's like why are we living like this and he's like trying to fight people it's like you're going against the way of things man just let us have let us, let us have our oreos god we that sounds like a great oreo fan fiction that is... <laughs> jesus christ anyways so let's get on into something a little less uh, atrocious. Hopefully, you haven't been playing some atrocious video games. I don't know about Sham. You've played some. You've played some shitters <laughs> in your life. But uh, but what have we been playing this week? This week's been pretty tame. Okay. I've been I've been I've been fucking around with NBA Two K eighteen, which is oh. a which is a bad game. Okay, it's right. It's it's a it's a really greedy, terrible video game that fucks with you on every level and just wants you to buy VC no matter what you do. You yeah. can't get it to stop. But I still play it because Scott started doing it and he decided to do it without using VC or, or purchasing it to upgrade his character. So I thought that I would do the same and okay. see if I could progress better than he did, uh, which he got to the conference finals with the 76ers, which is a fucking miracle feat in and of itself. Yeah. And then he lost to the Cavaliers, which was an obvious thing. He was going to get dumped on by the fucking AI once he got to the conference finals. That's just <laughs> going to happen. And uh, so I'm trying to like best his overall and hopefully get into the finals, <laughs> the NBA finals in my rookie year and just show him up. Okay. It's been a fun ride. Those, I don't know if you've ever played one of those games, but. Uh, played them, um, the NHL games where you can like mm-hmm. create your. Pro, well, like, do they, the whole story do they like is that a is that a 2k series the nhl no it's the it's an ea series oh okay oh. so if you've played 2k since like i don't it may be 2k 14 2k 13 you know they hand fist a, a a really bad story mode into the my player shit yeah this is i they are really <laughs> upping themselves on being terrible every year because la in 2016 the last time i played one they had Spike Lee do the the story. It was fucking <laughs> terrible. Yeah, I heard about that. 17 I don't know. I didn't play that one. I avoided it. And then this wow. one is, uh, I don't know. There's not really any words for it. It it just the characters are 
every single one of them is grating. They're the worst kind of stereotype, stereotypical character of that type. They just Great. overwrote everything to be so obnoxious. It's really hard to get through. Wow. It's a fucking struggle. I don't, I don't like this transports games adding in like a single player, like story mode experience. Oh no, it's such a thing. waste of development time. It's just yeah. like for for something that people just bad. want a good sports simulation to waste everybody's time with mm-hmm. ham-fisted fucking story mode cutscenes that don't like once you get past the intro they start to not make sense because you have to like go into places to trigger them and you can avoid triggering them forever and then the conversations these people have should have happened like months ago <laughs> but now they're just happening I, I don't know it's it's really stupid I, I shouldn't even be giving it any air time it's not worth the breath <laughs> Okay. But yeah, I've been playing PUBG other than that. Uh, I think that's really it. Oh, yeah, Weed Shop 2. If you've heard of Weed Shop 2, I've not heard of that. There's a sequel to that now? It's a a great Steam game that's, uh, it's it's like a clicker mobile game, but they give you a little bit of free, uh, they give you freedom. You're able to walk around and go outside, and there's other characters that come in and they interact with you. But it is essentially a clicker game. You just play to upgrade your weed shop and your capability of growing weed and selling it to people. That's so the, the only like a, objective is to. But you got to grind it right. You got to roll the everything properly. So you, gotta... you can. Yeah. Uh, well, what happens is you uh, you can grow pl- uh, the plants and then you can just sell off that, or you can. Um, make free samples yeah you can get a rolling table and make samples (laughs) that you go out and you give to people and then that entices them to come to your shop it's like one of the parts of the game is promoting through (laughs) rolling joints and giving them to people outside at the beach that seems like it's it's actually pretty funny for i've seen this game played before yeah it looks (laughs) it looks like something to kill it's so grindy it's extremely grindy if you want to get like some of the screenshots that you'll see on the steam page you don't get to fucking do that for a while like you can see the 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 hydroponic setup yeah good fucking Mm. luck you gotta have like 50 billion (laughs) dollars to afford that thing the weed pro 8000 that sounds like a an instant download is it free on steam or is it uh it's 10 bucks it's 10 bucks yeah it was 10 dollars okay well, it sounds like it's worth it. I think I bought it on sale during the... Uh, I think it was half off, and I bought it with oh, wallet okay. money during the Steam sale. Gotcha. It's trading card. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Awesome. Tim, what about you? Me? What have I been playing? I've been playing... I got back into Gwent recently with their midwinter update. I saw you play. How and... is that? I haven't heard anything about Gwent. Gwent is the card game, like the card mini game from The Witcher 3, mm-hmm. and they turned it into its own standalone card game. So it plays nothing like it did in The Witcher 3, but um, it's being made by CD Projekt Red, so they're trying to take care of it, but there was a lot of drama around it because they released it right before Christmas, and then they went on holiday for Christmas and New Year's and all that stuff. <laughs> so and no there was just a lot of There was a lot of bugs. There was yeah. a lot of survey issues at first, but they got those fixed. And then just balance-wise, I mean, they released 100 cards at a time like that with this update, where they normally update, like, release 20 at a time. Mm-hmm. They released five times what they're normally like used to releasing, and there was just like a lot of balancing stuff, a lot of bug issues that kind of popped up that they haven't truly addressed yet. So people are growing restless, but 
I don't know. I have faith they're going to kind of bring it all back around because they're gearing everything towards their single player experience they're going to have for the actual game mm-hmm. uh, called Thronebreaker. And it's going to be like another like Witcher story where you play as Geralt, but you just go around and, you know, you play Gwent instead of battling monsters <laughs> like that. So well, I'm just tired. I'm putting the sword down. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty Get much how the out, dude. I did. So, but, uh, it, it's, it's, I like it. It's a fun game. The artwork is beautiful. The animations of the cards are beautiful, but, um, they they have been kind of caught off like they kind of caught everyone off guard and um, they haven't really been speaking out much so people are like losing their faith in them but yeah it's, and I uh, guess it's too early to know like uh, how the meta is and and how the it, well what's their monetization thing like is it a is it a free to play game with it's free to play and you buy the, the card packs card games okay. is what they are so yeah because really after Hearthstone though. just completely turning into like a fun frankenstein's monster that nobody yeah. can get into anymore like i'm just so wary of card games now. yeah no it's still i mean with the release of like all these cards it's a little bit harder to get all of the cards especially if you're starting off new but it's still very free to play friendly because uh if you win six like how the game works is you have to win two rounds to win a game oh okay and how they're and I'm not going to go into like the rules and how to play gwent itself i want the deep dive dude every single detail <laughs> no it, it's like it's how it is you draw your cards there's three rounds in a game it can go like one, one person wins around the other person wins around and then you win the last round okay. to, it's usually how it plays out it's, it goes to full three rounds but their daily reward system is if you win six rounds and you get a free keg um or you get a, you get a four to buy a keg which then gives you five cards so like it's pretty mm-hmm. easy to get about four or five kegs a day if you put in like two hours of game time okay so it's still a pretty easy like free to play friendly game and then their ranked rewards for the end of the season are really really generous so even if you put some time in the ranked system like you'll play against mm. people with cards that you know are comparable to how many cards you have and your skill and all that stuff so uh it's it's worthwhile playing if, okay. if you were interested in the witcher universe or the mini game that was in the actual game it's a uh, it's a lot better than it was so Okay, cool. but like I said, there's our issues. Yeah, I'm just glad to, uh, to see like that come out, and then Artifact eventually just Artifact should be, be like competitions, so these card games can stop being oh, yeah. so fun. Just like wallet uh, destroyers. That's the yeah, Dota I mean, card game, right? Artifact, yeah, that's the Dota oh, okay. one. Right, right. The issue with with Hearthstone now is just like the, they they crank out expansions so much mm-hmm. and so quick that like if you aren't on top of it, it's just it's impossible to get back into it. Like you have, it, it's one of those games where you have to keep playing it or else you're gonna be left behind. Mm-hmm. And I haven't played that since close beta for it. So. Oh really? <laughs> I'm never touching that again. Yeah, Hearthstone um, is a, a game I've like wanted to put a lot of time into, but it's just like the the time it takes to build up or your deck or your pool of cards yeah, and at resources. this point yeah i feel like it's just too far gone for me i played i played on release for yeah. quite a while but then fell off before the first expansion came out and mm-hmm. then i fell off for even longer and uh, i started only playing whenever they would do like a tie-in for getting like the the wow mount that nobody uses oh, but right. it was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah i just want to add another number to my mount collection so i'll exactly. get real quick it's like three matches uh so i have been out for all of the expansions and i don't think there's any way that i could possibly get into the game without spending a ton of money to catch up in cards and i I mean as as much as i love the warcraft setting and the music and the art design for everything that's in that game it's just i i can't bring myself to reinstall it and do it 
And that's just gotcha. like that's the nature of card games though in general, I feel like. That's why I'm staying up on Gwent like every like I didn't play it for a few months, but like I knew the midwinter update was coming out. It was gonna be a big update, so I came back and played and got my rank up before that came out so I could obviously get a bunch of kegs for free to get all the new cards and stuff, but uh I don't know. I feel like I, I I worry that Gwen's gonna go that direction too because they do plan on releasing more and more cards as mm-hmm. the lifespan of it goes on. But and it's just one of the things where it's like it, it's it's hard not to I don't know, like unless they do stuff like booster packs where you can like buy like a set deck that goes like behind like an archetype, um, then it's gonna be hard for people to get back, get into the game and really truly enjoy it after it being out for so long. So uh, but yeah, other than that, some I'm kind playing, of bridge uh, that you've got to make whenever you start releasing so many expansions. You got to be able to get yeah. something that people can use to kind of catch up. I I don't know. It's hard to kind of balance it because then you don't. It's it's balancing the uh, kind of ruining the experience of the people who were there during it and maybe <laughs> spent more money or just more time, and then helping people who are just now coming in. I mean, to be fair, it's like if you were there when it came out you got the experience you got to be in there when it was new that's enough reward on its own to not worry about somebody getting it for a little bit cheaper later on or just something that helps them get up to speed on what's new i I don't know i think there's kind of a balance that you got to draw there but with card games yeah there's there's so many cards that it's so fucking hard to do it's tough like i the i like the only way i can think of is with like I said, like with booster packs, because like you see like Yu-Gi-Oh! or like even the Pokemon card, like the physical card games that come out with yeah. like the quote-unquote, like, you know, you buy, you can buy a deck pretty much. Mm-hmm. And it's like designed around a specific type of play style, but, you know, it gives you at least a fighting chance to start off until you start building your collection up otherwise. So that's the only way I can think of Hearthstone. Oh, shit. I don't really get it. Um, Uh-oh. Like you okay, want to there. Some money, but... <laughs> just... <laughs> that was scary. He's kind of lagged out of it. We're good. Oh uh, well. I thought, I thought my computer crashed, and I'm like freaking out. Like I don't want to deal with this shit. <laughs> but no, it's just but, uh, man. When you mentioned Pokemon, I brought back some SD. I I got to a phase when like after like starting college, I was like, wait a minute, I have a job now. I can buy all the Pokemon cards I fucking want to, and that was <laughs> oh, a terrible decision. Now, God, I. <laughs> I, I stopped collecting Pokemon cards so early into my childhood that I don't even remember what I had. Oh, yeah. If I even really had anything. You were doing this shit in the college? I gave up on Pokemon oh, when man. I was like 11 years old. Well, <laughs> the thing is, like, I played it a lot when I was a kid, and I had like a binder full of cards that was basically like the first generation of Pokemon. Then, yeah. absolutely nothing. And then I get to college, and I'm like, getting this long lost joy of opening packs so there's like a huge gap in like pokemon and then i'm like i'm spending so much money on these fucking cards wanting a rare even though like like nobody plays the pokemon card game that i know i don't think anyone in indiana i never plays did it. right like uh at ivy I, I actually i was going like ivy tech at the time and actually that's how i started getting into magic in college because nobody played fucking pokemon <laughs> like it just Talk wasn't money in that game oh yeah yeah <laughs> When but, um, I was growing up, it was all about collecting the card and then just watching the anime with a group yeah, of people. Right. That's how I, it was for I us. I mean, we were old enough to understand how to play the game. It was very simplistic, but none of us wanted to learn how to play the game because <laughs> we all had that 
Because I it did, didn't a lot of packs come with uh, the foldable like little paper board that you used to play on. I well, think believe so. yeah. the Rotos. big packs did. Yeah, Rotos things in the had about garbage. twenty of those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> didn't even use them. Uh, but yeah, there's one thing I do look back on because I look at all my cards. I'm like, oh, I've got a decent amount of rares. These are worth you know some money. So I, I guess it's not like a total loss, but I, I've thought about getting into like the the online card game for Pokemon, I guess. And uh, that's pay to win as fuck. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I would imagine so. I yeah. tried. It's 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 just stupid. And like, I think there's no sort of MMR surprising. like matchmaking. It is really? like I, my very first thing. Like, I got my whatever starter deck you can get. They're trophy trash. Go in, and a guy drops a fucking Mew and a Mewtwo on me, and I'm like, fuck this <laughs> shit. Over. All of four, yeah. I'm done. Best thing whole deck, deck is, is nothing fucking, but Mew like... and Mewtwo. You you didn't even get to see the whole deck, which is no. just that. <laughs> yeah. I saw those drop. I'm like done. I'm no. And the, the decks they give you are like, ooh, you get him a choke, everybody. <laughs> and that's supposed to no but yeah i know what you mean i have like about like i think 50 of those code cards because every pack came with like a code where you open a pack for the cg so if i ever yeah. just want to clean house online let's redeem all those <laughs> dude no. you know what i th this whole time like i've lived a long life and there's something that i've been preparing for i've been collecting yeah. pokemon cards for the last 15 years <laughs> it's finally I, time. I have i have not redeemed any of my codes that would get me the equal card in the tcg game and today <laughs> today is the day that i destroy the earth I'm, <laughs> sirens I'm are going off in nintendo every redemption code the website's gonna crash my <laughs> world's gonna come tumbling down He's got like Taylor. 50 EX cards. What's happening? What the fuck? <laughs> we can't ban him. Where did he get him? Did he get Look at the holographics. <laughs> the servers are frozen. Again, the forums, they're like, who the fuck is this kid? He's killing everybody. <laughs> He's a legend. <laughs> and your account name basically, is just... Basically the Yu-Gi-Oh! timeline for the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime. Right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your account name is just Frost231. <laughs> That's an APL we all lived in a Pokemon world until that day. <laughs> Man. That, that sounds like another great fanfiction. Oh, yeah. We're just, we're just turning out the ideas. Oh, just, your guys' job to run with it and bring us back the product. <laughs> uh, yeah, but card games are cool, man. I've A lot of my friends have, like... It was two years ago that magic hit me, and then I got out of it, and now, like, everyone in my friend group is like, oh, we're all getting into magic, everybody. The time is now. And then like, wait, David, you play magic? Yeah. I have a, I have a shitty deck, so. And it's fun, but uh, I, I definitely get a Hearthstone. I actually completely forgot that Tim was telling us what he played this week. Let's actually get back on track here. <laughs> well, he was on Gwent. That's all right. Gwent, uh, yeah. and then, uh... Giant-ass tangent. Persona 5, I've been playing Ooh, through that. How far are it's you? It's super. I just got done with the fourth palace. Mm. So, okay. A little over halfway, I probably feel. I don't know. I don't fucking I know. Probably I'm probably feel. I'm probably wrong. Game's forever. <laughs> that game is, I, like, I'm 60 hours from that game. 30,000 other games are already completed three times over by this point. And yeah. I feel like I haven't even touched the surface of this game, to be honest. It but, is a ridiculously huge game. It's like... It's a... Uh, I haven't finished it's it, but I've heard it's like a hundred hours to finish, and there's new game plus shit to do. So I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking up the fucking playthrough. I'm, play not through doing and I'm that. done, dude. I'm uh, 
no, I'm going to, I'm trying to finish that before this next game we're going to talk about, but uh, I enjoy it. I just feel like with that game, like it's very high school simulator ish mm-hmm. at times. What the and fuck I'm was like, that? What was just flying by on your camera? <laughs> is that... Hold on, I'm watching. <laughs> is that a yeah, what was that? Yeah, I'm watching what this tree that, that just flew across. It's like, are you? Is there a tree behind your setup and like a leaf just like blew through? I don't know. What I'm happened? Well, fuck. Sorry. I'm about it, it. it went over to the side with your fight stick. <laughs> All right, like well, it just weird. flew over I'll there. Keep somewhere. an eye out for something. Are you in a cave? Did like a bat fly by? Maybe. <laughs> Sorry, I start I... echolocating. Don't worry. Right? Yeah. <laughs> this but, uh, is the start. This is the start of a paranormal uh, thread that we're gonna make, and this is the shit. beginning. Of something flying <laughs> behind him. We're gonna oh, man. make the a whole story out of it. Uh, I'm not oh, taking my Lord. eyes off your camera. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it, the game's very high school sim. I I'm not in love with the game. I'm enjoying mm. that I'm playing it and I'm having my time with it, but it's not something I can truly say i love um and i think the big reason is because there's just so much time in between like the combat stuff right like there's a lot of time in between the combat stuff and um i, I love the combat of that game and i love the like you know mm-hmm. weakening stuff and then doing like your the team's special move or whatever or like interrogate them for money or to, like for the monsters personas to like work for you and all that stuff i love all that aspect it's just the uh Everything in between, like it's fun. It's really well done. I just, I wish there was less of it. And that's my. <laughs> opinion, it's cool, but it's cool. Oh, I want less. <laughs> yeah, it's I just want to kill things now. Right, but uh, it's 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 been fun. And then uh, other than that, it's just been playing what I can of the Dragon Ball Fighter Z beta. Mm. Um, it's been, it it the the idea for the beta was to bust their servers and they have been I was bent about to over. ask have you been able to play they have been bent <laughs> even a little i i've played probably a total of like 12 matches now online against other people yeah i saw you um, streaming this morning i was streaming this morning on kmod it was all just training mode i didn't get in any <laughs> matches but we watched <laughs> we watched some of my matches from last night um Oh, like man. that, I did get into because there's a replay fit feature, so you can watch back your own matches. You can watch matches that other people have done. Oh, that's so nice. that's really nice that that's, that's in cool. there. So like, you can watch back on your own stuff, see so you, you know what you've done, or if you want to watch high level players, just find their name, watch their oh, matches. So baby, that is sick. That is really yeah. Cool, so actually. you can do it all within the game. Um, the gameplay is a lot of fun. Like oh, itself. Yeah. It's made by Arxis, and they make Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue, and yeah. they make quality games. But they've never made a game that's been hyped up this much. So they're learning what it is to have a really popular game, and I really hope they just get the server issues figured out before the release. I hope they extend the beta a little bit so we can play more online just to test the online stuff more. But yeah. um, I'm enjoying it. And like, if you're a Dragon Ball uh, Z fan and you aren't into fighters, it's... I feel like you'll still enjoy it because it's going to have its own single player story. Um, you can mess around with friends who also want to, who all like just want to play it and just stick around because it's super easy to do flashy shit in that game. Like there's oh, yeah. one button combos for both the light attacks and the medium attacks. If you do the medium attack auto combo, just by spamming the medium attack button, it'll end with a super. So it looks fucking fantastic. And it's just, it's a good time. It's, it's honestly a good time. Um, I plan to take it serious as much as possible. I mean, with the full-time job and all that shit, but um, yeah. I think it'll be uh, a good time because I plan to uh, 
travel at least the three major tournaments this year for it. I want to go oh, to cool. CEO, which is in Daytona Beach this year, uh, Combo Breaker, which is in Chicago, and then Shit. Evo, obviously, just because Evo is in Vegas. You have an esports athlete on the cast. Maybe. I'm going to go 0 and 2 in all of them. <laughs> great yeah. the I'm going to have so much fun. <laughs> going to be so much fun getting bodied, but just being like, I went to Evo two years ago and that was like the hypest experience I've ever been a part oh. of. Like I've been to professional sports events and nothing beats like being in an arena for top eight for a fighting game. It was right. so fucking amazing. Cause you know, so, everyone there is so passionate about it. Yeah, exactly. So like cool. I was, I sat there from the beginning from Mortal Kombat up to not Mortal Kombat, we missed Mortal Kombat, but from Marvel <laughs> till the end, we sat there. We didn't leave our seats, but it was it was a good time. It's a good time indeed. So I want to go to more of those events because like that community is just passionate about their games and being around that passion is just kind of a, a good time. So like I said, I'm gonna get my ass beat, but it'll be a good time. Oh yeah, doing it. the experience. So good. yeah, and I have a, I have a what really weird about? question. What's up? When you were at Evo, and mm-hmm. you you said you were there for the last day, you saw everything, right? Yeah. Did you stay long enough to be freed? Yeah, they played it up on the big screen. Oh, okay, good. Good. Was everybody yeah, saying I, it I, in the I, crowd? I believe that they played it. Maybe they didn't play it on the big screen stuff. Oh, okay. Because that no, Spooky wasn't streaming Street Fighter. It was Capcom on the Capcom channel. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I just love uh, the past couple Evos, and I'm sure more than the past couple, but the past I've seen, I've always loved sticking around to the end and seeing just like. Because uh, they they smartly do it where you can hear the crowd scream, "You're all free now!" Also, yeah, it's just the coolest thing. So yeah, I can't remember. That. It was a long day, but I can't remember now. Cool, but it was it was a good time. It was a good time for sure. Okay, Anything I will else? be out in uh, Indianapolis actually at the end of April because there's a tournament going on out there. I plan on coming out for. Let's do it. So is there a, is there a tournament in Indianapolis? Yeah, it'll be a tournament. It's not a major, but it's a. Uh, oh, let's go, baby. You know, Midwest, it's easy to get to Indianapolis. So. You're gonna regret your trip, and I wipe <laughs> the fucking floor with you. <laughs> with this kid boo and this virus. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. I don't know who the fuck I'm. I'm, I'm playing like I'm. It's a three three game. I'm rocking Team Gohan for sure, just for character loyalty. Oh yeah. But other than that, I have no fucking clue who else I'm gonna rock. Because yesterday I was rocking Beerus, Kid Boo, and Vegeta, and tonight I tried out Android 18, Frieza, and napa and i really like android 18 and frieza like oh, they yeah. played really nice and they worked like their stuff works well together that's what's so hard for no me about it is, is the 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 um triple team mm-hmm. thing like it's just so visually intimidating to have that it, many characters that yeah, you yeah. it is it, 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 can, it can be but even that like to call in someone new is just one button like yeah yeah right. It, they, they, I'm sure. It, it, I'm it, sure. It, if I just like sat down with a game like that, I've just never played. You know, like a Marvel versus Capcom, something that works with uh, a, th- a three-person team kind of yeah. system. Just mm-hmm. never done anything like that. So I'm sure if I sat down with it for an hour, then I'd, I'd be fine. It wouldn't be right. a big deal. But yeah, I just never stick to fighting games. I don't know. I can't do it. it they're a commitment. They are a commitment to Definitely. really, truly try and get good at them. But um, like I said, this one is this one was easy to like I said to get into. It's super simple on the surface to hop in with people who are just fans of you know dragon ball z or whatever and don't really play fighting games you can just hop in like i said spam one button do supers and just fucking pop off with each other it's gonna be fun <laughs> i'm gonna enjoy it awesome but other than that i haven't played shit just those three long ass drawn out games okay cool <laughs> hey man all the time you want to talk but yeah i uh i tried to play dragon ball fighter z 
I, I really tried. <laughs> I sat down and fucking spammed it, but no, the servers, they weren't too happy. Uh, they weren't too kind to me. So, so you weren't even able to get one match? No, I, oh, I no. was not. I just watched a lot of footage, and then I, I popped in Guilty Gear XR to Rev 2, because uh, it's, it's, it's close. It's close to Dragon Ball Z. It's the game they made before it, so... That, that's a game that I really love, but what stops me from putting a lot of time into it, because I've been thinking about like putting a lot of time into a certain game. Street Fighter V mm -hmm. doesn't really grab me. Tekken 7, all the juggling and everything like that, and the, the controls mm -hmm. of that game just didn't grab me either. And I love Guilty Gear. Not purely because it's anime as fuck, but I, I love the way it plays because it reminds me a lot of like Skullgirls. That's one of my favorite fighting games. But I think about mm -hmm. Guilty Gear, nobody knows what the fuck Guilty Gear is. So that's why I'm really excited to. Ben knows what it's all about. That's true. Yeah, I just got him a fan, dude. That's the that's the solution. I bought Guilty Gear when it was I I, I installed some CS skins and I bought it on sale and I still haven't installed it. Oh yeah, which, uh, which <laughs> like Guilty I'm Gear? such a fucking idiot. The Revelator. Um, oh, okay. X or Revelator, whatever. Oh man. Yeah, I, bought, I bought that. It was like half off during the Christmas sale. I don't. I, the last time I played a fighting game, I think was Street Fighter Five. And I played that for like two hours, but yeah. I had gotten the code for free, so I didn't feel like it was that much of a loss to not play it. But I don't know. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't know why I constantly buy games and not play them. Oh, I, I'm I so do the bad same exactly. at doing that whenever, whenever stuff is on sale. <laughs> yeah, I do the same thing too. If like I've talked about this before, but I haven't, I haven't told you. But it got to the point where my previous job, I was working at a used game store, and everything was so cheap. I was just buying games all the time. And also Steam sales. So I have a ridiculous fucking backlog of games. Actually, I have like a list on my phone of like just every game that I like. <laughs> it's sorted by every game I've started and need to finish. Every game that I need to finish if, in time for a sequel to come out. And then everything else. That's yeah. Like worth if, you, if you look at your games list on Steam, how many games does it tell you? you <laughs> I would love to tell you, but I'm afraid if I open Ooh. Steam, it'll fuck up my overlay. Because... <laughs> terrible i have 1172 uh, oh my god Christ, you might have more than hex wow i think i have i think i, have I mean some some of those are like remasters or expansions they're, they're right. not all individual games but that kind of gives you like a a a, a a roundabout guess of how many games i have damn yeah, it's a lot yeah it's a lot to go through i mean i thought i had it bad at 300 but i mean a, a lot of them are like just uh, BS codes that I got out of uh, bundles right. that I bought cheaply yeah. on yeah. websites, but then some of them are legitimate purchases, like The Witcher Three. Never, never yeah. installed it. Exactly. Fallout Four. Never played it. Wow. And I bought it. So you don't need price. to play that one. You're not so. listening too much of that one. No. The <laughs> Fallout. My brother. Well, the Witcher is, Three. Uh, oh. That's a great one. My, my brother is a huge Fallout fan. He played the shit out of Three in New Vegas. He's the kind of guy that spends like 500 hours on a file. Just decorating the shit in his room in the game, just dropping <laughs> items and moving them. And he's like, uh, "David, come look at this." And he took like the cash um, item and dropped like ninety nine of them on his bed. And he just has a bed of money in the game. <laughs> like he, he's that into it. But and and then he tells me he just he just is not into four at all. Like he's tried to get into it like twice now with like two different files, and it's just yeah. So four is disappointing, but it's it's fun. I feel like. But yeah, I'm definitely with you on that. Like, I'll look at the list and I'll see, like, the Mass Effect trilogy. I own that. I picked it up on sale. Haven't touched it. And Have you ever played them? No, not, never. 
Oh man. Yeah, I know. I know they're good. <laughs> and they're right. Yeah, I've next never to played you. like Dead Space and I've got those Ooh, games. You gotta play never Dead played Space, it. baby. Oh, those are some good ass games. <laughs> Not you the gotta play one. Dead Space, baby. Really? Yeah. <laughs> one and two are so good. Three. Uh let's move on. Um <laughs> I don't even think I own three, so I'm good about there. You're three. Good. You're fine. Yeah. I just, just have uh, one and two. Just imagine that the third game is a really cool ending story. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at my play. list. I'm trying to think of a big game that I have not played that I have. Yeah, I have Witcher Three Complete Edition. Haven't touched it. Uh, I have so many of the Final Fantasies that I didn't play. Uh, it just goes on and on and on. But um, Batman Arkham Asylum in Arkham City, Resident oh, Evil yeah. Seven. Oh, uh, Resident Evil Seven is so good. <laughs> I will be here all day if we just <laughs> do this back and. Yeah, I know what it's like have a huge ass backlog but uh yeah rev 2 is super fun but uh someone in the chat was talking about you know i i also have it on ps4 and they're lamenting about the really small player base for it online which i definitely feel that's why i'm hoping with uh with dragon ball fighter i keep wanting to call it fighter z but it's dragon that's ball that's what fighter. i'm calling it i know oh, really? fighters oh, okay yeah yeah well yeah dragon ball fighters and i know that much more people are going to be playing this because you mm -hmm. know, it's Dragon Ball and it's reached a lot of people. So that's why I'm excited to put a lot of time into because it really had a lot of hype coming out too. Like it was the Marvel killer, undisputed, that game. Well, Capcom killed Marvel themselves. So. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> a fun story. I had uh, to take care of it. <laughs> yeah. Today's a great day. Today's a Family Videos Gamer Appreciation Day. Which, uh, is it really? <laughs> yes, Are you it reading is. an email right now? No, I'm not. I, is I went there, to family. Is there video. like a promo email for that? Do you work for them again? Is no, like, I don't work for them really again. Good? No, I picked up one of their brochures, and uh, oh my god, it's it's a great deal. You <laughs> walk in, media. it's great. You it's rent funny. a game for free for five days, and then your okay. next two weeks are half off, baby. Think about that shit. But do you have to commit to those next two weeks? Uh. Well, I mean, you the, probably the do. Two weeks will just be ticking by, so I feel like I might as well rent something. But all I'll be doing is just pushing my backlog further. So I might, I might pick up like Monster Hunter World comes up. I want to play mm. that. Anyways, huge tangent. I apologize. But uh, what was I trying to say? Yeah. So I'm hoping that Dragon Ball Fighters Fighters will have like a lot of people playing it. But uh, other than that, I've been uh, this this game came out on Steam, which came out in like 2004, that finally got ported over, and we'll talk about this more in the news. Actually, no, let's talk about the news right now. It's a game called, uh, <laughs> yeah, fuck it. It's this game called uh, Yume Nikki. It's one of the original RPG Maker horror games that came out. I it's... thought this looked really old. I was about oh, to ask, yeah. like, this was only released this year. It's got to be older than that. Oh yeah, but... it's it's very old. Yeah. And uh, they put it on Steam alongside a website that's a countdown page for their next project, which friends of mine who are big fans are losing their shit over this, and they're excited. So uh, I played Yume Nikki. The way the game is, is it's very, very abstract. It's super easy to get lost in because all it is is you, you're in your apartment, you can't leave your apartment, and you go to sleep, and you just dream, and you explore. And weird shit happens. And sometimes what it's scary, sometimes it's just, ab it's very abstract. Uh, there's one thing that happens, like, this, the Uboa event, which is, like, agreed to be the scariest thing of the game, and so I went after that specific event, which I don't think I ever would have fucking found on my own time, searching through that game like that, but it's a huge game, and uh, it's, it's really, I mean, there's an ending, 
but it's it's really abstract in how to get it and you it's meant to be like you just play it and you explore and you see whatever kind of weird shit you see and a lot of weird things can happen it is free yeah so i definitely recommend you know i mean downloading it just to uh i mean i definitely appreciate for the time what they did but you really have to be into it for it to grab you now I yeah, really I was about to say, like, I was RPG slightly record. interested, but I don't know if I've got the patience to... Yeah, you have to be... too much. Yeah, yeah. You've got to be very patient to get everything out of it. So, it's... Um, it makes me... Like, I'm excited to see what they'll do for their next project, but it's got a very dedicated fan base. It actually got its own, like, webcomic made a few years ago. Like, ten years after the game came out. But, uh, I mean, it was cool. So, for I've me, never but... heard of this before. This was news to me. Oh, I've yeah. never heard of this before, so I right. didn't know that there was this whole uh, like fan base surrounding it. Right. I think. How old did you say it was? Two thousand four is when it came out. Four. Oh, yeah. God. This and, was meant uh, in the original RPG Maker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess so. There, there huh. are a lot. There's a lot of random stuff that can happen. I, I. You know what? I recommend like streaming it. To be honest, like maybe <laughs> not like dedicate a whole stream to it, but it'd be fun to just kind of like explore. Like it's not like modern horror games where. You get that immediate horror intention. Mm-hmm. It you it you have to put some time into it, but I I, I respect it. <laughs> I respect the game, but I'm never gonna play the bitch again. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Damn. yeah. Other than that, I've been chipping away at Wolfenstein too, trying to play through that. It's been incredible, but with AGDQ going on this week, I really <laughs> have had a tough time really dedicating a lot of time to it because. An awesome run will go on, and I'll just uh, forget about it. <laughs> but that's been does fun. it um does it still crash a lot? Yeah, it uh it on the only time it's ever crashed for me, it, it never crashes during regular gameplay. But every time I alt tab, it guaranteed crashes. Like ninety percent of the time, will crash. It's very annoying. I had and, to uh, refund it. I love oh, really? Wow. I I I was consistently crashing <sighs> in the uh, beginning cutscene. Right after uh, your your dad that you are uh, you're his son, he tries to make you kill the dog. Right, right. Right after that, I crashed. Oh my! In the in yeah, the main cutscene, so it's very poorly optimized. And like I thought about playing it on PS4 because of these issues, but the way it aims on controller, it's not like say Call of Duty where you can actually like aim pretty well on a controller. Something about the aiming, like it rotates too slowly, and it goes too fast. Like depending on how you know. Uh, short or far, you push the analog stick. So, on yeah. higher difficulties, there's just like weird acceleration. Or right, yeah, the acceleration yeah. is really bad. And like Wolfenstein 2 on PC right now, I'm playing on like second highest difficulty, and I'm doing fine. On a console, I was playing at like honestly easy difficulty, and I was dying over and over and over. It was, it's impossible on on console. Dude. But uh, but from what I've been going through, it has been really fun. And there's also this thing where when you get to the end of level and it plays a cutscene, it'll load the next level during the cutscene, you know, as expected, but it'll freeze mm-hmm. the cutscene visually <laughs> while it's loading. So you'll hear the cutscene, you'll hear everything that's happening, <laughs> but it'll just be stuck on, you know, BJ's dumb face. Oh, <laughs> and then it'll God. jump back a few seconds later. It, it sucks, but it's something I'm, you know, willing to put up with because, I mean, I'm... God, I'm they're I'm, still I'm... having these issues with that. Like, yeah. I, I wanted to play it so bad, and the first Wolfenstein... <sighs> No issues. Zero. Exactly. Never crashed. Never had any freezing problems. Right. I don't know. Yeah. My biggest issue with Wolfenstein, the first one, like, well, the first one, 
The first one or the yeah, new yeah. one? Yeah. Is uh, just the engine that was on because if you uncap the frame rate, shit would break and right. stuff like that. Was it but tied to was the physics the or something? That was on. What was that? I think it was. Was it tied to the physics? And it was uh, the, uh, the physics tied to the frame rate. So if you unlocked it, you would be <laughs> like the scene, specifically the scene wherever you get dropped off in front of the Nazi base by like that grandpa or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, and he goes to hand you a gun. You don't get that gun. It ends up across <laughs> the level. Really? It was it was fucking insane. Wow. Like, it, it was Shit. just bad. <laughs> Damn, but I mean, it was a that sounds like a game. challenge. Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get that the frame rate and try to fucking beat this game. Yeah, That's it would it would like screw up. It would screw up some of the cutscenes and like you'd be in one spot, but everyone else would be in another spot. It, it was just awkward. But yeah, okay. It's just uh, that's what I come to expect from Bethesda titles. <laughs> yeah, so. too, unfortunately. I mean, hopefully. But, I mean, it's not just them though, because like there's that there was near Automata that. We were uh, promised a patch for since March, and nothing's come out yeah, for that. Uh, has um, fucking other game from Bethesda? Serious, not from Bethesda. I know, I know, I know. But um, what the fuck is the game? That one game of the year for Kibimod the one year. Oh, Dishonored. That's a big name. Or Dishonored. 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 Did you ever get fixed on PC? Because that was an awful. Oh, I PC never had game. any issues with Dishonored. Oh, yeah, I heard it was awful. Oh, no. I want to play it. I've just been waiting until it got fixed. I gotcha. didn't play that one either, and I own it. <laughs> Man, it just every everything we're having a conversation about, I can just say, yeah. hey, I own that, and I didn't play it. Right, right. Yeah, the Nier Automata no patch really makes me sad, because I really love that game, and this makes me sad. But, you know, it's still yeah. the way it is. Hey, it was I a didn't game. play that one either. Yeah, Tim, I know, you, I know you don't like it. That's why I'm trying to avoid discussion about this. <laughs> this is a game I'm very passionate about. I don't want to hear any negative opinions. <laughs> no. You said you didn't play it yet, Mark? No. Nope. All right, don't talk to Tim. <laughs> don't listen to him. It's a great game. <laughs> Do you like Rick and Morty? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, what is wrong with you? How are those in any way equated with each other? I'm just saying, you need to have a high IQ to okay. understand Rick and Morty. So I feel like that's the same with Nier. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> no, other than that, yeah, I know. Yeah, other than that, I've been continuing the the newest Fire Emblem on the 3DS, which is a pretty fun time. But yeah, let's uh, let's jump into some news real quick. As we talked about last week, AGDQ 2018 has come and gone. It's over. Ended a couple days ago. Uh, and they managed done? to yeah, it. Uh, it was a week. It, it, yeah, only it, a week long. <laughs> it felt like it went pretty fast for me too, because it it ended very early Sunday. Sunday didn't get like a full day of games. I felt like it was just yeah. the Breath of the Wild was the last run, and that lasted until around I think four a.m. Eastern time. So, but okay. yeah, they uh, they raised a new record of two point two five million dollars for the Prevent Cancer Foundation, which is about forty thousand more than last year. It's just awesome news. That's insane. Yeah, and you can still deliver. Uh, you can still. Oh my God! It's an autoplay video. Stop this. <laughs> PC gamer. I thought you were one of the good ones. I just okay. Yes. So I a, okay. all right. So to go back to uh, earlier when we were talking about Oreos and we made I made the joke about like Oreo being the new Soylent. Right. I got a Google ad on this PC gamer article about AGDQ <laughs> that uses the word Soylent in it. Oh. And it I know. I, I, somebody's oh, listening to me. 
and tailoring these advertisements. <laughs> oh, I didn't shit. type that shit in ever. You are being NSA monitored, one hundred percent. Wow, that's crazy. But yeah, did you guys get a chance to watch any runs from GDQ? I Is did it? not watch a single one, and usually I'll like I'll I'll map out a couple that I want to see because I'm interested in the way the games run, but I just didn't keep up with it because it also like the 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 CS:GO major was coming up. I was busy editing, and just it kind of fell to the wayside, so I didn't see anything. Gotcha. I use them. I um I caught the Bloodborne run live yesterday because oh, yeah. uh, it was right when I got home from work and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a few I want to go back and watch just because they either went on super late at night, I was doing something else, or right. I was or something the other. Because I mean it's something that goes on all week nonstop, so mm-hmm. you're gonna miss some stuff. So um, I want to watch the Kingdom Hearts um, run that they did oh, this year. My sleep, yeah, yeah. Um, I want to watch. I want to watch the variation that they did this year of that. And okay. uh, yeah, yes, the blood one was real good. The guy was the guy was a uh, good. Uh, it, it's always better, even if they screw up. Like when the actual person running the game is interactive and entertaining, it just makes it worthwhile. I yeah, feel. Yeah, exactly. Especially coming straight after the Dark Souls three run, where the runner was completely silent. For like ninety percent. That's of that's honestly why I miss a lot of uh, the the AGDQ stuff is because right. I don't think that a lot of their people that do runs are good personalities, and it's just not entertaining enough for me. Yeah, like the, just the game yeah. on its own as a run is not good enough. Like if they have right. that, they need to have someone on the couch either doing it yeah, for them. The, so, yeah, some exactly. of the better ones have had somebody on the couch that also runs the game but is able to sit back and talk while the other person, maybe they have to focus on whatever they're doing and it's yeah. hard yeah. for them to do a conversation at the same time. Definitely. But I, I, I have, I've run into some, yeah, some quiet ones in the past. Yeah. Some really obnoxiously quiet ones. Yeah, the thing is, the, uh, the person on the couch for the Dark Souls 3 run wasn't really, I mean, I mean, they were fine. They just weren't that entertaining. But, um, so I watched quite a bit of GDQ, so I'll just outline some ones to definitely check out. The Resident Evil 7 run, was uh, it was played on Madhouse difficulty, and it was very entertaining. They actually, uh, I think they died once, almost lost the run a couple times, so it was a pretty exciting run to watch, really great commentary. Uh, Super Mario World was really good, and then also Super Dram World 2, which that whole community of Mario World and Mario 3 runners... They all do fan hacks of the game and like name them after each other, and it's just okay. A, and they're all really funny. <laughs> so it's it's a lot of you know uh, like Super Kaizo World, like they're really really yeah. yeah they're exactly. all like that. They're all just stupid, insane hard levels where you like some of them involve like breaking the game to go through. Like at one point, I think this might have actually been last year, but I know one of the levels you had to make something with the physics break and like make the coins go out infinitely to like make a, a certain value on screen to go through i don't know i sound like complete gibberish right now but it was a really i think uh, i know what you're talking about it's just been a while oh, really? since scary, i, I understand it all of the details <laughs> yeah those no, are really I, fun i saw a uh, highlight of that was there like a part where he had to keep like the bullet bills on the screen and use yes. them to bounce them and shit like that mm-hmm. i saw a highlight of that level and that looked fucking insane yeah it's... i thought it was super mario maker to be honest at first but then oh yeah yeah it's it was a really great run really hard levels and they were donating every time they died and also grand pooh bear the runner is a really entertaining guy so definitely check that one out uh the link to the past i didn't even know this was a thing but there is a link to the past randomizer mod where yep. <clears throat> excuse me yep and that is so cool <laughs> to me i did not know yep, that existed 
Yeah, it's so the randomizer super- mods for games are cool. Like there's that, there's the Dark Souls randomizer mod, which yes. is super cool. But then my game crashed and I lost all my save files. So I was sad about that. <laughs> oh man, that that hurts me. I, I, it took me four weeks on Rough Tim's to find filing shrine, and I found it. And then the next week I went to load it up, and my save was gone, and I was so sad. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> so that's good stream content. It really is <laughs> to lose your save file and freak out on oh. camera. Dark Souls <laughs> is the getting over it of stream games. <laughs> <laughs> Have either yeah. of you actually beat Getting Over It yet? I've I've attempted to play it and then I stopped. I oh man, uh, I don't think I. Can I've play got it. like four or five hours in it and I I haven't beaten it. I it's it, really hard. Yeah, it, I've definitely seen a lot of people play it, and I know it's something I can't play because I get very frustrated at games like very easily. So I know I'll just I just don't see myself putting in the time for the game. Now it's it's a game that is meant to. It's meant to break force you. force you to make a mistake, and you're gonna have to climb back up several right. times. It's just it's just the nature of it because you're gonna go in and you're gonna hit a spot where you're not exactly sure how you're supposed to jump to it, or the the type of swing you need to do. Right. And not only that, but then just the physics in general and the way that the controls work can be a little finicky. Like they're not. I don't want to say that they're not complete. They're just very fine and sensitive, and it's quite annoying in some areas if you like just slightly move your mouse in the wrong way, and you like pogo stick yourself <laughs> off of the fucking platform that you're on, and oh, you fly all the yeah. way back down to the bottom. Uh, it's I, happened several me, times to me. <laughs> that sounds too painful. <laughs> I don't know if I could. And do then it. the speed, the speed run world record is like yeah. a minute and 56 seconds yeah, that's insane yeah that's and, and mind-blowing when i watch it i'm like wow there's so much room for improvement in this <laughs> yeah, sections. yeah. It's, it's insane how fast that game is for a speed run that's yeah, something right. that i actually want to see uh done at like the next agdq would be would i feel be like that's just one thing where that. like i feel like there's no i mean i know there's like scale to it but at the same time it just looks like they're just flinging their mouse around yeah it does hoping for the best that would when, be whenever really... you first watch it and you don't play it, it looks like one of those games where you say that doesn't look that bad, but it the controls are much worse than they let on. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, that. I wonder how that would go at a GDQ event. Like, how would they do the estimate from that? Like, range from two minutes to like one hour. Because what if he just can't do the jumps? <laughs> he, he, like, I feel like they would give you like you know. You say it's going to be two minutes or like fifteen. I don't think they would like like give it a lot of time. Right. right. Like they would make it a race, and then you know, a race would be good. Two minutes. A race would be yeah, good yeah. That game. That'd be pretty. Yeah, speaking of races, there are some good races this year. Uh, they did a four-way Mario World race. Uh, they did a Mega Man one through three relay race, and then also That's n- cool. not a race, but another good one was a. Super Mario Sunshine, they did every single shine for that game. That was a really fun run because some of those levels are ball busters. Oh my god, just to see that just get owned, very satisfying. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there was some good stuff this year. So, pretty successful event. And uh, yeah, always look forward to those. Next up is some news that I'm sure you Witcher fans, Tim, be excited about. <laughs> so, Cyberpunk. 2077 is a game that I don't understand how it has the reputation it does, but they can do anything and make headlines. Case in point, it's it's because of the. I mean, you want to know why? Have you seen the 
you I mean everyone's seen the launch like yeah. the announcement trailer for the game. It's because that is fucking beautiful. It is. It's because yeah. it, and also it's because it's steampunk and nobody gets steampunk fucking <laughs> anything in video games. Right. Yeah, so exactly. For, so for something to come out of uh, CD Project Red that steampunk where you expect quality, then everybody's like, "Okay, please God, I need it. Let right. it be good." Not to mention made by CD Projekt Red, which just has ridiculous, what is the word, clout? So, I'd, CD Projekt Red could resurrect Hitler and people would jerk off. <laughs> 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 well, that's not, that's oh not my God. God. That's it's awesome. true, because Hitler's beard would go, grow as the game goes on. And Ooh. that's just fucking fantastic. Good. cyberpunk hitler just think about those two words and you've got sales (laughs) but anyway so the cyberpunk 2077 official twitter after nearly what has it been two years without updates yeah their last tweet december 5th 2013 i didn't even know it had been that long it's been fucking trailer and shit came out yeah since 2013 yeah that's crazy but they finally tweet and you know what they say they say beep beep that's it Eighteen thousand retweets Forty-nine thousand likes <laughs> people are losing their shit over this game <laughs> so yeah just a little nod god my, i i just love the the best part about it is that the tweet before that is the cyberpunk 2077 teaser trailer has won machinima.com inside game <laughs> award for best trailer of oh god, 2013 what a throwback the machinima goddamn <laughs> Game oh, Awards. Oh. oh, what a throwback. Oh. That's so cool. <laughs> oh, oh shit. Awesome. Just to kind of date that. Yeah, it's been forever, but yeah, I, I would say I would pray for like a 2019. I, I feel like with that tweet, they're going to have something at E3. Oh, and I then oh. probably a 2019 release. I feel I, like I would imagine. Yeah. Cyberpunk Because they've been hiring out the ass for that game really yes they've cd project red has grown (laughs) let's put it that way i feel like they um go ahead i'm just saying like they shifted after blood and wine came out for the witcher 3 they shifted all of most of those people over to cyberpunk and then some to gwent and then they've been hiring out the ass for just cyberpunk and it's just okay i'm excited (laughs) yeah yeah i'm excited too dude i feel like this game has done something really weird where it's skirted on the edge of the hype where it doesn't feel like it's there it doesn't feel like it has impossible expectations to live up to. You know? Like it doesn't feel like Half-Life 3, you think of that. Where it doesn't like people aren't gonna be I mean, hopefully people won't be disappointed with what see. I feel like they and the devs have proved themselves, you know, obviously with Witcher 3. So mm-hmm. yeah, the uh stars are aligned for this to be uh, a great cyberpunk experience <laughs> that's uh all right let's see so next up in our news we just have a shit ton of announcements games and i'll be quite honest i'll be real with you listeners uh, we usually like to prepare a document every week when we do this podcast but uh what i'm looking at is some straight garbage so i'm just gonna <laughs> i just see a, a list of links and it's all my fault i'm not blaming anyone myself but uh, try to bear with me here. We'll try to go through this these. This is your podcast, by the <laughs> yeah, this way. This is my podcast, bitch. <laughs> no. <laughs> so first thing I want to talk about. 
and I definitely want to talk about this because this was Hello, everyone gotta talk a while. Okay, we're gonna talk. Oh, yeah, about we're, it. we're gonna talk about this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this was a lovely thing to wake up to. Uh, so a lot of this news came from uh, a surprise Nintendo Direct that they did that uh, people have been wanting for a very long time. Which uh, yeah, yeah. So I just want to talk about this. How the fuck do they do that? Like, just I don't know. It's like yeah, Nintendo Direct tomorrow. Right. Just yeah. Time be there. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I agree. That's a little shitty because normally they give you like a week notice. Maybe at least a few days notice. So that yeah, was pretty frustrating because I would have loved to see it live and freak out over this. But uh, the final thing they showed, we're going to start off with that. Uh, Dark Souls Remastered, bitches, is happening. It's happening. Is it my choice for Remastered? No, I would have much rather seen a Demon Souls Remastered. But I'll take what I can get. The Dark Souls remaster. Well, I guess the issue there is that wasn't Demon Souls like Sony funded. Yeah, Sony. Yeah. The way we did yeah. that yeah. outside, of the, born. outside of a Sony console, anyway. Right. So yeah, I'm not saying I really want would want it for the Switch, but I would just love to see a Demon Master. But but I'm I'm by no means disappointed. Uh, Dark Souls remastered is coming to PS4, Xbox One, PC, and and a Switch. So if you want to lie naked in your bed with Joy-Con in each hand. If uh, your Nintendo Switch propped up by your pillow, uh, you can finally do that while playing Dark Souls and just enjoy life. Be a 2018 gamer. <laughs> That's the optimal way to play in 2018. Fucking God. Can that be your tagline this year? The be Nintendo Switch gamer. is the Dark Souls of gaming consoles. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. So just a little oh, breakdown shoot. of the uh, improvements that they're doing for this game. Uh, they promise 60 FPS for this game, which is actually a big deal, because uh, Dark Souls has only been 30 FPS in the past. Uh, if you use DS Fix on the insanely stupid PC port of Dark Souls, which the internal resolution is locked at 720p regardless of your monitor, it's fucked. Thankfully, it's all fixed by DS Fix. <laughs> this is the port. This is the port we deserved. Oh, exactly. Yeah, and I have full confidence in them to make this port after Dark Souls Three and Dark Souls Two, which are which oh, are yeah. great on PC. But um, they say it's going to be 60 FPS, and if you're if you've tried to do that previously in Dark Souls One using DS Fix, you <laughs> and you put it to Are you okay, Tim? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, just I'm good. If you turn on 60 FPS, then uh, the physics get broken. Knocked it down. If you slide down ladders, sometimes you'll clip through the floor. Uh, some it's awful. Yeah, some points and platforming in the game are just broken. So I'm I'm curious about what they'll do to make this an actual viable 60 FPS way to play the game. Yeah, I'm wondering how they're gonna make the game work because mm-hmm. with the PC versions of two and three, they I want to say they designed the game's engine to work at right. 60 frames. Except well, for the I well, I mean, DS two had the fucking uh, durability problem that yeah. had to be passed. Oh, that's that was right. They had they three three times to fix. at sixty at sixty fps. They have a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they fixed it. They 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 got it right with three, but <laughs> yeah, three right. was perfectly fine. Yeah, but no, two, I mean two is a little crazy though. Yeah. Honestly, I forgot about that. They fixed that a week before Dark Souls 3 came out. <laughs> that was so fucking I didn't even know dumb. It took that long. Yeah. It took the entire release of Dark Souls 2. It's Scholar of the First Sin, which was the re release for next gen consoles, which the shit persisted on. It took forever to get that shit ironed out. I have no clue why. 
But I, I feel like Dark Souls 1 is... Dark Souls 2. Uh, do what? I hate Dark Souls 2. Hate, I yeah, just... <laughs> I, that game did not do anything for me. As a Souls game, it's definitely the weakest, in my opinion. If you were a real gamer, you'd want Dark Souls 2 with the durability problem <laughs> back. But That's you, the only way that to was play the it. Challenge. Durability glitch? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you wanted a challenging game with Dark Souls 2. <laughs> Fucking bitch. <laughs> no, but... uh. See, all the Souls games are, I, th I think, done in a variation of the same engine. So, it it's like the same way that they have Dark Souls 3 at 60 FPS, but then Bloodborne is only 30 FPS. I think it's going to be surprisingly simple for them, to, for Dark Souls 1. I assume it to make it 60 FPS, but we'll see. We can hope. Uh, Nam uh, Bandai Namco, we don't have any gameplay for this remaster, which makes me very sad and has me checking my phone every single day when I wake up hoping that some video gets out. But uh, we, we don't know how big of an improvement we're looking at. For Dark Souls 2, when that got a graphical overhaul, they, uh, they made the lighting a lot better, and that was pretty much it. Uh, they did say so you were blind. Yeah, ex exactly. Because people were so pissed about the fucking torch system, which was garbage to begin with. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> I got triggered there. From what I have read, I can't find the article that I saw this in, but I believe that they are still using the same assets from Dark Souls 1. Yes, they did say so, there aren't going to be any new assets for 3. I don't know. But there's we'll see how a, it works. Yeah, there's been a lot of back and forth with uh, the specifications because, you know, this is what, this is what happens when you... Uh... <laughs> oh my god, I'm reading the chat. God, PC players are always fucking crying about ports and shit. Just be happy you have a fucking game. <laughs> Shout out to Jimbo. No, no but uh, I I'm not sure what they're going to do, because looking at Dark Souls 1 now, it is already just a beautiful game. Like, it still looks great by today's standards. When you pump up the anti-aliasing, you pump up the resolution on PC, uh, it, it still looks great. But uh, here's hoping they're not going the mindset of Oh, well, for console players, they've had to deal with Dark Souls 1 being at only 720p at 30fps, so... Oh, man, they're going to see a huge improvement. No, I really hope we get more than that. We'll see. Other than visually... I visual... hope that console gets upscaled 720p. Oh, it's, my God. No, it's going to be 900p. Oh, so. <laughs> I would shit. They did uh, clarify after some people reported there would be... A... <laughs> some people were reporting there would be HDR lighting on the PS4 version on PS4 Pro, which, sadly, is false. Because HDR is a huge improvement, in my opinion. But, uh, mm -hmm. other than visual improvements, they are making the online, uh, six-player online instead of four-player, like Dark Souls 3, and, uh, I believe Dark Souls 2 Scholar did it that way. And, uh, it is gonna include the DLC, of course. And, uh, it's set for release on, uh, May 25th, which is surprisingly soon have no gameplay i guess they're just trying oh to i didn't even realize us. they had a date like that yeah and really we, close and we don't even we don't even know if we own prepare to die edition if we get a discount or we, we get half off remaster for, no, we get no off. They, okay. they clarified right. that there is no discount did they clarify that they wait yeah. what yeah they came <laughs> out and said there's not going to be a discount oh well no no, no, no well hold on that that okay so that question it didn't sound like the person who answered it understood the question. Uh, I don't oh, you think know what? they understood you're right. You're right. What, I remember they didn't that understand what was being asked, which is specifically if you own Prepare to Die Edition, do we get a discount on PC? Yeah. I don't think they understood that that was the question, and then they said no. 
that there's no discount, but I think that they just didn't have the right answer because they didn't right. understand it. I think the way they phrased it was like, there will be no difference in pricing across all versions, which, yeah, you're, you're right. Oh. I remember that now. Yeah, so it's, it's up in the air whether or not they'll be a discount, but the game will be 40 when it launches on all systems. Which <laughs> it's a pretty good price considering. But uh, yeah, a Nintendo Switch, uh, it will be at 30 FPS still instead of 60, which is a little disappointing. But uh, but yeah, anyway, so it's coming up pretty close. I uh, already set down the goddamn countdown clock, so we're at 130 <laughs> days, people. <laughs> Do you fucking, like, Google Calendar shit like this, man? I went to countdown.com or whatever the fuck, and uh, <laughs> I figured it out, dude. Dude, I, I like to have the real life. Dude, I need push notifications on my phone. I have to have everything tailored to my gaming experience. It gets closer. They let me know. <laughs> my phone's just constantly buzzing. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm definitely excited for that. Also, I skipped over this, but uh, Final Fantasy XII... Uh, the remaster they did for the PS4, that's coming to PC next month. Uh, it's gonna be in 60 FPS, which surprisingly was only 30. I'm on gonna my... I'm gonna rebuy it for I'm that. Gonna rebuy it, dude. I feel bad because I bought this on PS4 like the week it came out. Haven't touched it, and now I'm seeing that it's only 30 FPS on console, and now I have to sell it to GameSpot or some shit or GameStop. But uh. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm gonna wait and see if there are any uh, like performance. Is this supposed to be one of those good Final Fantasy games? It, so honestly, I never played it. Whenever like growing up, I just played it when it released on PS4. And knowing that that was on PS2, like what they did with that game is fucking insane. It does actually. look a lot better. Yeah. Like, Apparently, it's, you it's... can play it on triple monitor uh, setup. Yeah, they did say it was going to be ultra wide support, like 21 mm-hmm. by nine. Yeah, that's cool. Insane. Well, I but, mean, uh, you can do three monitors and do uh, forty-eight by nine. Is what I mean. Like you can do the whole, like, uh, re- yeah, okay. yeah. But very, um, very wide screen, extreme wide, screen. extreme <laughs> wide screen. Yeah. But it it wasn't like the story for the game wasn't like one of those absurd like, let's save the world type things. It was okay. like then there was, like, no main character. Like, I know there's never, like, a main character in the Final Fantasy games, but they always give the hint of, like, one person being main character. Everyone had their own, like, stories that were actually really, really well done. Um, Especially, like, the people that you were kind of, like, fighting against. Like, they didn't feel like bad guys. It was just people who had a difference of opinion type thing. Like, it, like, like I, I said, it's that. not like one of those, let's save the world from this big bad entity. It's, like, two different political kind of, like, parties kind of going at each other trying to battle for their thing i guess i love that i love when so do that like the it, it was it was a really really well done game and it was a lot of fun and the um there's a system in it called the gambit system which lets you control your ais and how they behave and all that stuff and it's the most in-depth way to control the side characters that you could possibly do without stopping to control them because it's not like it's it's not a jrpg like where it's turn-based it's oh, all like, this uh, one's an, like an ARPG, sort of. Yeah, it's like I all like, kind of like, you can play it real time, you can pause it, you can go through everyone's individual attacks and set it up. Oh, uh, okay. But then the battles would take forever. Um, so, and some people, some people like to do that, but I, I liked playing it like an action thing where I controlled one person, let everyone else do their own thing, but you can set it up to where, you know, this person can use this skill when you know, this person's below this amount of health or so on and so forth. And it's like, just, you, it breaks it down so much um, that it really is like 
you can't get mad at the AI for being bad AI on your team because it's how you set it up. They give you all the tools to have them do what you want them to do. Okay. So it's a, uh, I really liked it. Okay. And I'm going to be rebuying it because it's going to be, Shit, I might, I might get this for Allison. She's been looking ill. I've been trying to find her a fucking RPG to play and, and she doesn't like turn-based. So this might actually be worthwhile just for something to pass the time with. Mm-hmm. Did, she, uh, did she play 15 at all? Play 15, Final Fantasy 15? Yeah. No. Okay. The, uh, other, other than World of Warcraft, the only other game she's played is Nino Kuni, which oh. Nino Kuni 2 isn't out yet, and she's going to want to play that. But I I've did, been trying just... to like, find something else to, to give her to play because she, she's very particular and at the moment only plays World of Warcraft. That's it. <laughs> so, what a life. So, uh... We just got a big bonus at work, and I just bought the collector's edition for Nino Kuni oh, too, because nice. yeah. I have to have it. Nice. I know you're a huge Nino Kuni fan. Yeah. I'm so excited for that game. Awesome. It's a very adorable video game. And this it is, but it's you. also like super in depth, mm-hmm. <laughs> like with the combat and shit that I was not expecting the first time I started it up. Like I, I started up once, got partway through, and was getting my ass just fucking pounded in, and I stopped right. playing it, and then I actually like looked at how the game's supposed to be played and read the shit and i was like damn i was playing this totally wrong like i was yeah, matching up like <laughs> we my, my characters were weak against like the characters and i didn't have like i wasn't like typing like i thought like maybe it was just like fire beats you know uh earth and water beats fire but there's like a, a hidden in depth system behind that too that they don't exactly explain that you have to kind of look into but it was a it's a great game and it's just one of those it's 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 helped how do I put it? Studio Ghibli helped make that game. Yeah. And they make fantastic films. From what I heard, I haven't seen any of them yet. What? But, uh... <laughs> you should. Are you, yeah, are you I do need to watch them. You I do need to a, watch You haven't them. seen a single Miyazaki movie? No, I have not. Are you? It's fine. I'm, I'm, you know what? They're just fine. good, wholesome entertainment. They are. They're beautiful. Oh, man. They'll make <laughs> you feel good. Oh. Tim, I'm, to I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ship you my... Uh... <laughs> Miyazaki Blu-ray collection. <laughs> he made no, a no. special box to house them all. It's that's not. I didn't make it. <laughs> no, it's official. It's not a homemade container company made the box. It just sits in his backyard, and it's a shrine. <laughs> it's a shrine my own shrine. I have to. I throw a tarp over it when it snows outside. <laughs> but no. Um. Oh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, Nino Kuni's cool. And if yeah, if you're looking for like. <laughs> turn-based not not turn-based like the opposite 15 is like the furthest from turn-based for rpg i would also recommend the uh the tales of games like uh tales of berseria mm-hmm. that goes on sale pretty yeah, often i know what you're talking about yeah yeah great the game's fantastic yeah I, I fucking love that game so that's a good one too but yeah final fantasy 12 if you're curious it's coming to pc next month uh i'm not sure about the exact date but i'm not going to click that link because pc gamer likes autoplay video so they can like the dick and and big fucking advertisements that like cover your screen and you have to x out of <laughs> yeah really, and really love, literally love this and track your location and what you say about soylent, and, uh, soylent. Yeah, <laughs> just sign up for pc gamer club it's all right you won't have any <laughs> oh of course it's it's dude february 1st is when it's due okay cool cool so all right awesome real quick ones i'm gonna blow through these uh yeast eight which is an amazing action game going purely by the demo I played that came out for PS4. 
and the other East games. It was originally going to come out on PC in November, but a day before release, they said, oops, this game's broken, and they took it down, and it's finally getting released at the end of this month after us being in complete silence since then. Because apparently... So, they... I have more information about that, too. Yeah, but... Uh, they, it was... Right. It was partly broken on PC, but then they completely redid all the dialogue in the game. Yeah, yeah, they were saying that the localization oh. for the game was very, very bad. So yeah, they brought in all the voice actors back in, or as much as they could, redid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so much of the audio, audio. Yeah, so that was. A so was it change. that the writing, the translation was bad? Yes, not the voice yeah. acting itself. Okay, just yeah. overall translation, and then so, I think, uh, like the French. So, so was there never a point in the voice actors being there where they were like, you know, this reads fucking weird, right? <laughs> it's weird. Weird. No, yeah. they all just said their lines and then walked away with their paycheck. They probably didn't tell anybody. It's like this yeah, local, so local they fuck. fucking borked. <laughs> I think there was something with like the French version where on the box it said like defeat the criminal hat or something like it translated so clearly. <laughs> It was something like that. Let me let me look it up real quick. Peace eight. Oh shoot. Sorry about the keyboard sound. Let me see. Yeah, here's the Code Taco oh, article. Man. The French on Yusu's Vita box is literal nonsense. <laughs> let me see. I'm sorry to leave you, but I have to buy a hat. I'm going to ask <laughs> these peasants who come to meet us if the way in no, which that they... actually sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Wow. That sounds like a much more interesting story to be. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, you go on a journey to f buy a hat. Sorry, <laughs> gotta go. Geese eight journey of the hat. <laughs> <I play it. laughs> but yeah, that comes out end of the month, and they also are doing something where if you want to be a beta tester for the game, all you have to do is fill out info and send them a request. They openly advertise uh being a PC tester for the game, so definitely hit that up if if you want a free AAA game. <laughs> Uh, and that's one way to look at it, but if you want to support this game development, that's how I can get you a code. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I've been begging Tim to get me a code, but uh, no, I already talked to the guy. I think we're getting one. I okay. Free email. Cool, cool. Yeah, that was from October. We were told that we were gonna get a code, so let's see, didn't completely forget about us. All right, moving on. <laughs> so, Arc System Works. They're not making one fighting game, but two. Uh, their next game, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, is coming out in June which is a crossover uh, two-on-two anime-as-fuck fighting game featuring crossovers of characters from Persona 4 Arena, uh, Under Night, which is a lesser-known one, uh, nothing from Guilty Gear, but they have a lot of Blaze Blue characters, obviously. And they actually uh, partnered with Ruby to bring in characters from that uh, Rooster Teeth animated, quote-unquote, anime series. Bring those in, which me being a personally a big fan of Ruby was pretty excited about. but. Uh, some discerning, uh, some concerning news came out that uh, the game's going to launch with 20 characters, and then another 20 are going to be through paid DLC after the game's release. That's just yeah, it's uh, like it's, I, well, I one of them being one of the Ruby characters. One of yeah, those, exactly. Yeah, Belladonna. Here I am thinking, oh yeah, you know, maybe the four main characters of Ruby in my game that they hype the fuck out of being involved with Ruby in, but uh, no, that's Blake. The third Ruby character is going to be DLC after the game's launch, which uh, they said they're going to be releasing in bundles of three characters. Yep. Yep. So how much is? Did they have any sort of? No, they don't have any sort of price. Yeah, I haven't seen a price for it yet. How's it going to be? You can also buy like a a bundle for all of them. I, I yeah. wonder what that will cost. Like a season pass. Like, I do. Yeah. I understand 
being like paid DLC characters in fighting games. I, I can understand that right. to a point. But like when literally half your roster <laughs> after their own release half is going to be behind exactly. paid DLC is bad. Like you need like it's a team based game. It's another like you know it's two v two for that game. Right. You need a big roster to for for that. Like if it just, was like five characters are coming in DLC, nobody would have said a fucking thing about this. Yeah, exactly. Twenty characters. 20. Yeah, like not in the game. you release with crazy. And another thing with that is because. With Arc System, and I hope this doesn't happen with Dragon Ball Fighter Z. To be honest, um, they release their games yearly. Like mm. you have Guilty yeah. Gear, you have Guilty Gear Revelator, you have Guilty Gear Revelator X Third, Guilty Gear Revelator X Third Two, and those are released like year after year. Yeah. yeah. And usually, their big balance patches come with those releases. Yeah. So, like, if you want to get the balance uh, like fix of stuff. You have to buy the new one. They usually add a few characters. They don't really have DLC characters for their games, but you know, they add a character or two um, or however many, you know, with those new releases. And it's just like, it's hard to really kind of get hyped about like their games. And that's, I feel like that's why a lot of their games don't have a big following is because yeah. of the yearly releases and stuff like that. Right. So, yeah, I did hear that. Uh, the Call of Duty company of fighting games. Oh, no. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I mean, it kind of it kind of is. Well, Mortal Kombat had 15 DLC characters, but like it also had a solid cast to start off. And right. Well, did those, did those characters come out? How, how long after the game release did 15 characters come out? Was it like, oh, within a couple of months you had no, 15? No, it was like six months was like the first season. I want to okay. say like another six months was season two or something like that. So it so, took a year for 15 more characters to come out? Yeah. Even then, I don't know. I, I guess I don't know enough about the... Uh... But then, like, Mortal Kombat still is like, there's not a new... There's a Mortal Com new Mortal Kombat on the horizon. Yeah. But with NetherRealm Studios, they go, like, Mortal Kombat to Injustice to Mortal Kombat. Uh, yeah, no, I see what you're saying. Yeah, there's a lot more time in between installments. So it's yeah. more forgivable because you get more time with that game before they're trying to shove another one down your throat. So, yeah. Right. So, yeah. so not that many people are playing Mortal Kombat 10 anymore because Injustice 2 is out and it's the same style of fighting game mm -hmm. so usually they the just thing change that, the like, name <laughs> yeah the, the, and these add superheroes on it superman it and scorpion are the same move set are they actually <laughs> no i'm just fucking with you okay <laughs> no. because scorpion I, I is injustice so yes, because... oh man that would have been shitty <laughs> i could i could see that in an alternate reality if uh if ea was behind all this <laughs> uh, but no it's yeah, I, I, isn't Dragon Ball Fighters getting eight characters for DLC? From right. what I understand, yes. Okay. Right. Well, yeah, it's just pretty disappointing when Arc System Works tweets out, tell us what Ruby characters you want to see in this new game. And then it's, oh yeah, we're launching with two. Yeah, fucking pay us more uh, for it. Then. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> which ones do you really want to pay for? <laughs> tell us which character you'd pay the most money for, and we'll make it happen. <laughs> But yeah, that's a little disappointing, but I'm still excited for the game. Because uh, that's just a great concept for a fighting game. And it looks fun. Yeah. Uh, moving on, uh, the team that did the Citra, which is a 3DS emulator, has announced, which means we have no footage of this, we don't know anything about it, but they announced <laughs> the emulator they're working on for the Switch. It's called Yuzu, and... Yeah, the, the Switch is actually being uh, emulated now. 
I I don't know how I feel about that because if it was being made by the people who are you currently working on CEMU, like the Wii U emulator, I'd be hyped. But right. the 3DS emulator is garbage. Like it's I'm, <laughs> and I'm not, it's fucking garbage. And I'm not sure if it's because like it's just hard to work with it or whatever. And there's copying to the Switch because they just are done trying to work with the 3DS stuff, but it doesn't work. So. I mean, I'll be curious to see if they can make it work, but I'm not going to hold my breath um, on it being a revolutionary thing, right. personally. Right. Yeah, I'm... Uh... I mean, do, whenever they announce these emulators, are they uh, essentially <laughs> development, like, so far away from even being functional that this announcement is kind of pointless because it would be, like, three to four years before you'd even see a decent amount of games being able to be emulated properly and not... I don't I know. Because like yeah. I've never emulated anything, but I hear a whole lot about, um, you know, it, it, it takes the fucking best hardware to run like a Wii U emulator and get certain games to run right, properly. Right. So, well, yeah, I mean, that, that usually is the case with a lot of the emulators, but uh, I know with the current Wii U one, it's like it's the guys who are working at it working as a full-time job because they're a patron out like where they're getting paid to work on it okay. and that's also where know. i'm just like i don't know how uh, they haven't been shut down yet either but <laughs> yeah yeah that's weird i i really I, I like the idea of emulation in the case of consoles that are no longer supported and games that you can't get uh legally in an easy way yeah if making an emulator for the switch which just came out last year i'm yeah. like dude stop uh that's yeah, like not it, your property yeah. fucking chill out it's not abandonware stop yeah. emulating it i don't know i i no i would never uh, use it on myself that. gotcha that. only thing i really see myself doing for like an emulation of like a, a recent game is uh breath of the wild on the wii u because i mean i i've bought the game i own it physically so i mean <laughs> i feel pretty content about you know <laughs> Uh, when it comes to like i mean being legal or anything mm-hmm. but um yeah playing that game on the wii u for the first couple hours i played of it and the constant 20 fps drops i'm, I'm simply <laughs> i'm simply not about that <laughs> which yeah uh, are, i'm not a fan i guess it's like you appreciate that they tried to put it out on the wii u even though the switch was out but it, right. it just it couldn't handle it it was too much yeah exactly and it even drops that low even on the switch Oh, does it really yeah. still? It, uh, if you're docked, it's, it drops uh, to 20 FPS almost routinely, like the Wii U. But if you play it portably, people report very rarely getting any drops on the. Yeah, because the, the resolution version. changes to like 720p, right? Yeah, when, it, when it's portable. From 900 down yeah. to 720 so, it, so, so it's native yeah. resolution. Makes sense. Our good KB Mod pal, uh, Hexadecimal, plays uh, Breath of the Wild on the Wii U, and he gets a good 60 FPS on his setup, so. Uh, and you can mess with the shaders and stuff for it, so it actually right. looks a lot better. I mean, it's a nice-looking game, but like you can really make it look amazing. Oh yeah, exactly. So, whenever I do go to actually try to play that game again, it will be myself as well. Yeah, on it definitely anyway. do justice to the visuals of that game by doing. That. But, and I'm, uh, I'm gonna turn off the weapon degrading in that game because fuck those weapons breaking after three hits. I'm just gonna <laughs> yeah, that's turn that shit off. Yeah, and sure. find something I like and just rock it out. That was that was my biggest gripe with that game. It was like you find something you like, and then oh fuck it broke, and then you don't right. know where you got it because that world's fucking huge and you just don't know where the fuck you're going. And Andrew, but it yeah. was a it was an interesting you know switching it up. But uh, so yeah, 
And we here at KB Mod, uh, <laughs> above all else, we support the law. So definitely don't go uh, breaking the law with any emulation. We're merely just reporting the news. <laughs> so, uh, I have a decimal <laughs> on Twitter if you want to know how to set it up. <laughs> what was that? Oh, I didn't hear anything. Um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, people knock at your door, bust down your door, you're in handcuffs, you definitely did not hear about this from the KB Mod podcast. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so next up, we'll go through this real quickly. Uh, Dusk, done by our good friend. Uh, no, he didn't make the game. What am I saying? He's part of the creation of the game, Dave Oshry. We uh, published it. Yes, yeah. Hey, I just know he's involved. <laughs> but uh, this child, he's one working on many other people. Dusk, which uh, has been had been had been released privately, episodically, is finally on Steam in early access. Uh, I won this game as a code from Plan Sebastian. I've been playing it. It's very fun. Definitely check that out. It's finally been released, and he's been on the podcast, so uh, it's definitely. We'll try to get him on here to give away some codes again. I'll I'll do my best, Pete. But uh, Dave, come on, podcast, give away codes. <laughs> Please give free games away. That's why we want you. <laughs> no, but it's it's twenty dollars, I believe. Did episode two release with this release of it too? Uh, yes. It, yeah. So episodes one and two are out for the single player part of it. There's an online multiplayer for it, like you know, shoot people. Right. Yeah. And, I'm excited um, for that. Season three will come out, or not? Yeah, episode three will come out for it eventually. I think it's gonna be a three episode game. It okay. is. And then um, it's twenty dollars across the board. The price won't ever go up. Um, it'll go on sale eventually. He did mention that he won't be putting it on sale for a while, like as far okay. as the sale price, because um, he with that trend of everything going on sale just to boost the sales of a game um apparently that's like a terrible trend that's been going on and you can kind of notice it so to try and beat that you got to be part of the uh you know if you believe your product's worth 20 bucks and charge 20 bucks for it it's kind of the mindset behind that so definitely okay so yeah definitely check that out if you've been waiting to pick it up finally so basically what i'm saying is don't wait for a sale buy it now right it's, it's, a, it's a fantastic game it's great yeah all right and uh next up do we want to talk about this do we want to bring this up? I like look it. at the duck uh i mean not uh, sure don't care uh, no okay. yeah what is there really to say right yeah all right and uh i don't think uh th- which one of you added this one to talk about it i did i don't um just me <laughs> elite dangerous is coming out with a new season like a new their their whole thing is like they release they release the base game it was out for two years they release horizons it's been out for two years and now they're ready to move on to the next part of their elite dangerous kind of development and it's going to open beta sometime uh this month and it's going to start revolving around uh, i'm not sure if you guys have seen the articles of like these alien ships popping up and just destroying people um out of the blue but mm-hmm. um it's the next expansion for that game is going to revolve more around this alien races alien species and they're gonna have an open beta to start testing things they're gonna have a new ship and you know new places to go and new missions and all that stuff so um i haven't i play the game every so often but i just stick in one system and go bounty hunting for about an hour until i get killed and I that's just, about I just it hang around i don't really do much i just you know <laughs> i just like flying around on my ship but uh <laughs> I, I just following like the stories of like people just playing that game and like discovering shit is super cool um and I'm I'm curious to see what they're going to be doing like with this alien race because like from what I've seen the footage of those ships like there's no way to kill them so it'll be <laughs> interesting to see how they kind of go about um, doing that stuff so 
uh, I know there's some people who are into like the flight simulators and or into Star Citizen that started playing Elite Dangerous, and this might bring them back to Elite Dangerous for a little bit because Star Citizen's never going to release. So um, yeah, where where's Star Citizen at? <laughs> I released <laughs> Alpha 3.0 or something like that just recently, I guess. Yeah, it's hardballer about it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's hardballer. One of the the like Star Citizen founders, huh? How much money did he put in the Star Citizen? Just ask him, because I don't feel comfortable releasing that information. <laughs> ask ask him privately, so he doesn't have to announce it. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I thought it was cool. I, I'm I'm curious to see where it goes, just from a spectator standpoint, really. But I'll probably try it out too. Gotcha. Speaking of hardballer, I'm trying to find this review here, but um, let's see. Jam, did you know that someone actually threatened their life if uh, hardballer is allowed on the cast again? I mean, is it really worth killing yourself over hardballer, though? That, yeah, that's true. I mean, if you're that passionate about this podcast and just don't want to see it be tainted by this man, which I'm not saying he taints it, but in their eyes. Yeah, that's, uh, here it is right here from Zach. He said... If I have to listen to Hardballer in one more podcast, I will end myself. So, tensions are a little high about including him again. So, <laughs> I want to know what specifically Hardballer said that drove them to that point. It's or if a, it was just everything, or if there was just one one moment that Hardballer just went overboard. <laughs> there have been a few. There was a, a question we had that asked us, uh, what do we want to get as our fourth item on our Christmas list? To which uh, Yingity Yang, he said he was he would be happy with some socks as a fourth item, and I said I'd be happy with some really good shampoo. And Hardballer just was very upset by that, and he he talked about how he wanted like three different guns. He wanted like a pet <laughs> rabbit for his fourth present. Wait, what? Yep, yeah, it was a uh, rabbit. I that, that's a great question. That's a, that's that's a Hardballer. Hardballer Hardballer has a cat and a dog. Yeah. I don't think adding a rabbit into that mix is good. No, not at all. I mean, all. there there may be situations where people's dogs and cats like get along with a rabbit, but I would imagine that in a lot of situations they don't get along, and it wouldn't be a good idea. Yeah, exactly. I don't think Hardballer uh, thought too much into this past. I want a wabbit. That's just the, the only <laughs> yeah, thing exactly. going around in his brain is wabbit, wabbit, wabbit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> All right. Hardballer does two plus two really equal four? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to question that base uh-huh. logic. Oh, man. It's literally I'm... Lenny from Of Mice and Men, someone said in chat. <laughs> that's a little harsh. <laughs> <laughs> all right there's a lot of really quick hits for the news no real uh i mean we actually i'm surprised with how much discussion we made. stretch that out yeah we definitely did great job gentlemen <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh let's jump into uh some new releases it's still the beginning of the year so nothing too crazy uh, i also didn't really look through steam for any hidden gems too much but uh coming out this week I uh, it's uh, hidden gems is like at this point on Steam, <laughs> you are an actual miner, and you should get paid a salary <laughs> to dig yeah. through the shit that is the Steam new release oh page God. to find something that's not a joke. Yes, there is so much absolute garbage on Steam. It is all right. I, I I'll show it to you, 
uh, because I found this and I, I linked it in my Discord, but it was, uh, let's see, it was called Sexy Serial Killer. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it. Yes. Oh, All right. I'm fucking... linking this in, in into the Twitch chat. I need right. this. It is. Um, uh... The, the, oh, man. the blurb says your lonely dad has not dated for three years you convince him to try a computer dating service unfortunately for him his date is actually a serial killer can you save <laughs> your dad and escape this? with your life and i this this person is uh wearing a string well not a string bikini but a, a, a thong bikini and the, has actual water. Wait, oh, okay. Play the trailer real quick. Yeah, yeah the, trailer the trailer is so shitty. It's Fred. He hasn't had a date in three years. Oh hasn't spelled H A S E N apostrophe T. Wow, that is. <laughs> and there's so much of that. There's also this game called Milky Boobs that came out. <laughs> <laughs> the description uh, description reads, All the hot babes went crazy, and there's only one thing that can cool them down. Your cool, thick, and extra juicy milk. Mm. Oh my fucking god. It is dog shit. Critical on YouTube, he did a video of him playing it, and uh, it's it's somehow even worse than you expect. Something. There's another one that I found called Neckbeard's Cuck Invaders, <laughs> which is just a it's just a Space Invaders ripoff, and it doesn't even have like unique enemy art to uh to oh represent God. to represent. And this is their their words: Kamikaze beta males and master <laughs> cucks. <laughs> And a dozen more special enemies, but they all just look like the Space Invader enemies. They it's don't just look space like invaders. it's just Space Invaders. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's insane. It's just it blows my mind. Like every single day, I'm not even joking. Like ten to twenty games come out every single day on Steam. Not it's only crazy. that, but the games will get put out like having a release date but they're not actually on steam for sale yet yeah. it's just bullshit what like the sexy serial killer was uh, apparently released on the 12th but it's not for sale it yeah, just yeah. says it was released that's what's kind of tricky about reporting some of these is because like sometimes it'll say it's coming out at this point or a lot of games are just listed under early spring 2018 but they'll come up under a certain date you're like okay what do i do with this and then sometimes the game will release at this date and then a day, the dev will be like, oh, sorry, we're pushing it back a week. Oh, sorry, we're pushing it back a week again. And so, like, for, the, for like, three weeks in a row, you'll see the same game in, like, the upcoming game section. It's, there's just a lack of planning and yeah, God, the, the amount of games in here. It's, but there are a few hidden gems in here sometimes. Like, there are some games that is worse. it's worth the sift through the, the garbage sometimes. I only I do think to... that uh, I think that Kamikaze Beta Males is a really good band name that somebody should take. <laughs> yeah, that's... It, it's it's a very a solid phrase. Yeah, that is really good. But yeah, there's I was able to find one uh, Diamond in the Rough this week, but other than that, nothing really good. So just two new releases. The first one being Street Fighter V Arcade Edition, uh, which comes out January sixteenth. If you already own Street Fighter V, this is a free update. Uh, which will add a new story mode with many different modes to play through. And that it's like they finally added a story and an arcade mode, which is with Street Fighter. It's almost like they're finishing the game, guys. It's crazy. Like the game yeah. hasn't been finished. Like, uh, and it adds a lot of new modes to play. 
uh, play with, which are you know reminiscent of the older Street Fighters. Uh, a lot of rebalancing to the characters. Every character now has a second V trigger that you can switch between, and uh, mm -hmm. a lot of different UI changes. So it's uh it's a free update if you own the game, but if you buy the game physically, it comes with all the characters. Uh, Psych. It's just the same Street Fighter Five disc, but it has codes for season pass. <laughs> so big deal. You get the game, use the codes. Uh, you know everyone's happy. Uh, wrong again, fucker. You uh, use the season pass codes. Here's what we did. I bought the season pass on sale. Two of them. There are two season passes for uh, me and my brother to play. Which uh, you on your PS4 because I have on PS4 because you know fighting game mm -hmm. you want to get it on console. Uh, we get we use the season pass. We use on our PS4. It doesn't register to your your Steam your uh, your Sony account or whatever. So it doesn't get shared throughout the entire system. It gets shared to your Street Fighter ID or your profile. Which means every yeah. person playing on your PS4 has to buy both season passes <laughs> like every single time. God, they found a way that is... you guys oh. sharing games with each exactly. other. Exactly. They hilarious. fucking won and you're the loser. <sighs> I didn't think it would happen to me, but Capcom dicked me. I thought I could go without it happening. <laughs> oh my God. They got me. That's actually awful. It is terrible. Because I'm thinking, you know, Arcade Edition, this is perfect. I'm going to have this to take to people's houses and we'll have all the characters no no it's fucking stupid <laughs> that anyway. is actually shitty but um you know i i still enjoy some street fighter 5 so i'm gonna play the arcade edition i do like that all the new content is a free update because you know it should be so we're gonna get our hands on that on january 16th have some fun uh i just want blanca back oh i can't I'm for I've blanca been, to release i've been one of those blanca guys since the game like before it came out so ready <laughs> i'm excited but uh you can shit all over me all you want take my season pass i just <laughs> fucking blanca man <laughs> i'll pay anything just give it to me <laughs> and another thing too holy shit and another thing people talk about like you can get all the characters without spending any real money okay well uh let's break it down you buy them with fight money uh you get 20 fight money per online ranked win and a character costs 100,000 fight money to unlock <laughs> per character. That's 160 hours of ranked wins per character. Why is no one talking about how shitty this is? Listen, you can earn it in-game with in-game variants. <laughs> They're a, doing you a favor. You are saying bannable things right now. That's a bannable Who needs more than one video game in their life? <laughs> Just play this. In perfect game. Okay, but uh, next up, I feel like video games are gonna turn into private prisons, where you get sent to these places and you're forced to only play this one video game, and you've got to go out into mm. the yard and do work so you can it's unlock your microtransaction characters. <laughs> oh man, I can see it. That, that's another Black Mirror episode for sure. Right it really is. <laughs> Video it game is. prison. <laughs> I'd watch it. It's like a get out parody. But uh <laughs> the uh let's see. Yeah, the diamond rough I found this week is called Inner Space. It is a exploration flying game set in the inverse, a world of inside out planets with no horizons. And it's all about exploring and uh it looks kind of story based. But uh I'll drop a link to it in chat here. Not, I got it oh, for you. Got you. It? Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. but, I like the style uh, of it. 
Yeah, it's a very beautiful. Yeah, it looks really pretty. Yeah, it's uh definitely looks like a very a, a much higher level of polish than you expect from a a steam engine. So really good stuff. Uh this comes out January 16th, but there's no word on a price for it yet. Uh the there's a, a developer note talking about how they worked on it since back in college. Uh, they'd meet after class to talk about challenges in game design. We became fixated on one question. What would a flying game be like in a universe of inside-out planets? And to answer that question, we put aside our career plans to form our indie studio. And that's how they made the game. So there's an interesting story behind it, which really makes it more meaningful than me personally. So this is definitely going on the wish list, for sure. So yeah, it's called Inner I like Space. I just like the idea that they became fixated on one question. How did you get to the question of what would a flying game be like in a universe of inside-out planets? Right, yeah. I, where did the roads Acid. cross? Acid is what happened. Yeah, just a round table. <laughs> just many... looking at the game, they dropped some acid, and then here they are. They turned on, like, Ace Fighter. They got fucking wasted. And they, they eventually <laughs> played the game and got so wasted that it looked like they were flying in inside-out planets. Like, oh, I got the idea. Well, we got to think of something. We can't tell them that we just got extremely high. Oh, that's right. We all, our passion, our drive. We just talk about it. Inside Out Planets, or I've, I've been thinking about Inside Out Planets since I was a child. <laughs> it's like, we all became fixated on one question we're extremely passionate about. What flavor burrito you would be if you became a burrito? <laughs> <laughs> to this we put aside we left our wives yeah uh... <laughs> like who are you fooling here dude come on <laughs> uh... all right yeah inner space january 16th definitely that one we're gonna jump into some viewer questions before we close out the cast and we're doing things a little differently here uh so first off we've got a question from love muffin love muffin known for being the incredibly talented author behind the KB Mott screenplay, which has made us buckle over with laughter many, many times. But uh, today, he sent us something a little bit different, and uh, I, I don't mean any judgment, but it's been sent to us, and we're going to read it. I don't know if it, either of you want to read this, but... Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. You're, you've got it, man. All right. <laughs> well, uh, this comes to us from Love Muffin, just uh, emptying his thoughts to us, which we really appreciate. He said... <clears throat> I'll try to read this as written as Brandon would love me to. He said, uh, Yo, KB Moms. One Tim, I furted. And the swear came out. Should I wear diapers? Also, I ate some tacos. I got, comma, A, go, fast food day, capital L, lettuce, Nessarari. From Love Muffin. Now the thing is, I'm not expecting laughter, not expecting smiles. Our baboon minds are not advanced enough to understand the humor of this question. <laughs> so maybe one day, we'll have to come back to this question on maybe 2030. You know, by that point, humor would evolve. Because right now we're looking at memes and it's like Tide Pods. That shit is funny now somehow. How the fuck? This is definitely going to be like a real hoot and holler of a question. About 50 years I think this is meant for our mothers. Yo, KB moms. I think we're oh. supposed to ask it to our moms. Oh, we don't have, have the necessary information to, to answer this question. Right. I'm not, I'm, that's as far as I got. I'm not going to try and dissect it even more. He sounds like a living Ugandan Knuckles. 
That's about right. No. But yeah, I no. love Muffin. Uh, thank you for the submission. Yeah, I, I, I dislike so it's fine. <laughs> thank you for the question, Love Muffin. Let's move on. Eco Official. He asks, if you could make a reboot of any game series, which game slash series choose? Simple question, but uh, we haven't had you gentlemen on the cast in a while, so I figured uh, we'd get some hot takes what we want rebooted. Me personally, I would want to reboot uh, Battlefront 2. I think it's time. I think it's time to take another look. <laughs> Not at the original Battlefront 2, at the new Battlefront 2. Because what the fuck is that? Reboot that shit. Yeah, it started no. all over. <laughs> um, For me? Uh, like, are we doing like a reboot, or like a remake, or remaster? I guess it'd be... You can change as much as you want. Reboot would be a remake. Um... Probably the Legend of Dragoon game that was on PS1. Ooh. Very solid JRPG. I never I got one. through that, but I did own it. It was... It, I I mean, I never played Final Fantasy VII. I watched it being played by a friend. But to me, I like the story in Legend of Dragoon a lot better. I like the combat in it a lot better. Um, I would yeah, love I to see it like a modern. when those came out. That came out like 99 or 2000. Yeah, so, it came out like right around the same time as Final Fantasy. I was so. like ten, so a, 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 a turn-based RPG was I don't know above above my fucking head. Right, yeah, back right. then. But uh, the way they had like like the system was like obviously with, like your magic attacks and all that stuff, but like they had kind of like a it was like a timing combo system in it where you had like hit the button at the proper spot mm-hmm. and like you would continue your combo like of your attack more. And I thought that just was like super cool. And I love the story of it. And I feel I, I think if they make, made a modern version of that, obviously, like on a modern, like Unreal 4 or even Unity, fuck it, I don't give a shit. Just give me some modern graphics on that game. I think it'd be pretty sweet. Okay. Some actual voice acting, you know? Right, right. Yeah, that would be awesome. That'd be killer. Sham, any, uh, anything come I'm, to mind? I'm. I'm. If you have an answer, I'm still trying to think of okay. a really good one. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm if thinking. You get an idea. Yeah, I've got a couple that have come to my mind. Immediately, I think, you know, and this is going to bring up some sad memories, but I would love the, the Silent Hill reboot that we never got. Which, uh, you know, we'll, we'll never, yeah. probably never get. But uh, I would love to see... Uh, shit, I had it. The uh, In Sonic Adventure 2 on the GameCube, which I played a lot when I was a kid, they had this uh, this chow, ga- chow garden, like like kind of kid raising mode in that game which i was addicted to a lot of people it's kind of like a cult like following of how many people are dedicated to that i would love to see that kind of remade into its own standalone game and have maybe like more online connectivity make it maybe baby mmo sort of if it, if it captured the cool. same feel yeah i don't know yeah it's sort of like that yeah i mean if it captured the same feel as like the, the gamecube ones then mm-hmm. yeah, I would love that. I'd put a lot of time into that, for sure. I feel like I want to know what it would be like if uh, David Cage went back and took one of his first games. Let's just say Fahrenheit Indigo Prophecy, because right. that's pretty pretty far back, but is uh, indicative of the kind of games that he ended up making. Oh, was, absolutely. Fahrenheit was the first one that really sealed the deal. I want to know how he would revamp, not like remaster it. I want him to go back to the drawing board and figure out a way to make Fahrenheit Indigo Prophecy a better game. In uh-huh. his mind, rewrite it. 
And if it would turn out just as fucking terrible as it is now, or if yeah. he would somehow improve it, probably not because he never got any better at writing video games. Right. Yeah. But I, I, I do wonder if he ever thinks like, I wish I had another shot at Fahrenheit Indigo to really tell the story that I wanted to tell. That's really curious. I feel like I didn't get it right the first time. Yeah, yeah. That's that's another game I haven't even played, even though I've played I played Heavy Rain, I've played Beyond Two Souls. But yeah, that's Dude, you have to play Fahrenheit. If you've played those two, (laughs) you've got you've got to go to the OG. Because for I mean there was there was a game before Fahrenheit, but Omicron is not uh particularly the david cage model that you're used really? to okay. it, that, it actually had gameplay it had shooting play and um <laughs> melee combat so that was before he went a whole hog on the interactive movie type thing so fahrenheit was the first one to do that and you okay. should absolutely do it it's have you ever seen it have you have you seen through I, the game and I like i've seen like i don't know anything about the story i just i've seen clips of it like i really god don't damn it I I wish I could be in your shoes to experience <laughs> that for the first time this, again. It's really this that bad. It's like so it's bad. So it's so awful. Oh wow. I've never played this. I've never played Delhi Premonition, not without trying, because I really want to play Delhi Premonition, mm. but it just doesn't work on PC. I have it on my PS3, yeah, but I just that, have to. That game definitely needs uh, a little polish. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. I mean, because I, I the love the game. I never beat it. And yeah, it's partially because it's so difficult to fucking play. Yeah. Even right, even yeah. as someone who enjoys the the uh, uh, the the storyline and just the whole vibe of the game, it's really hard to get through because the uh, the the fucking performance is so bad. <laughs> I know that's everything is terrible. I got to the end of the hospital. The like, mechanical parts of the game. I got to the end of the hospital. My game just like did not work after that. Yeah, and I was. I'm like, it was enough though to like. I need to go back and play it on my PS3, but I just know it's gonna be even worse on my PS3 just because yeah, it's yeah. like 10 frame rate. Definitely. But, All right. So yeah, cool. Yeah, I, I definitely gotta check it out because I've all I throughout Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls. I mean, I. I enjoyed playing them, but there were definitely like some little David Cage trademark questionable things that would happen. So, well, because he's you know he he's French yeah. and he's a white man, and he constantly writes about American-based stories. Yeah, and he also doesn't seem to have a lot of experience with uh, non-white people. <laughs> and when he <laughs> writes characters that aren't white, they're really really bad right. tropes. Yeah. Like, like in hey, Beyond, you played yeah. Heavy Rain, so you know that in Heavy Rain, the only real black character is a crazy criminal who tries to kill uh, the FBI right. agent, Mad yeah. Jack. Right, yeah. That... <laughs> the only other black character other than him was just a guy who worked at a graveyard who's there to uh, just tell you a story. He doesn't mean anything. He's yeah. just for exposition. But in Fahrenheit, you've got a black character and he he loves basketball. He loves Motown oh, records. Come on. And he walks with a and he walks with a lean. Oh, so... my, oh my fucking god, really? <laughs> uh, so oh, he's, Lord. He, he's capable he's capable of doing one thing and that's uh not doing the right thing. <laughs> doing everything wrong. It, it sounds too good to pass though. Like this is the like I've always seen people get like really, you know, 
hate on David Cage, but I personally haven't experienced it. Like, it's mainly, I, I haven't heard the criticisms that you just said before, but I, it sounds like I've got to play Fahrenheit. Just the it's, amount of... Yeah, I'm... Well, because yeah. then, like, Beyond Two Souls had the whole, like, white savior thing with uh, right. Jody going to the fucking Native American thing. Yeah, and, like, that, getting, yeah, getting, I was going to Getting rid that. of their spooky ghost that's been haunting Because, of course, forever. they do. And it's like, yeah. oh, great, this white lady just showed up out of nowhere and just <laughs> saved us all from, from yeah. this ghost. And then the stuff in Detroit, he's trying to t- tackle, like, abusive father. Yes. Like, oh, my, uh, no, Detroit is also about racial tensions. I mean... Yeah, yeah. The game is yeah. set in fucking Detroit. Okay? That's a very large black population. Oh, Something man. that David Cage personally has no experience about. Like, <laughs> it, this is why people tell you to write what you know. Right, David right. Cage, I don't think, has a fucking inkling about American racial tensions. And it's going to blow over really poorly when right. this game comes out. That being said, <laughs> it looks beautiful, and I can't wait to play the interactive movie. I can't David, wait to David play also it. said, David also said that uh, this is not a direct quote. I'm kind of paraphrasing, but he was saying that he doesn't really think that his games have a message. <gasps> and when, and okay, what? if you're going. <laughs> Like, especially if you watch a trailer from Detroit, like it, it you know, it, it it touches on artificial intelligence and artificial intelligence going to the point where they have feelings. And there's also language of this AI essentially being slaves. They call their owners masters at points. Yeah. Like the, yeah. He, he, so he's going down that road. Yeah. But then, but then says that eh, it doesn't know. I please don't hold me responsible for this. Is basically what he's saying. It's like, no, don't. I I'm not trying to do anything at all. Please don't talk to me about oh, this. Oh Lord. my god. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I cannot wait to play Detroit. That's one of my like most anticipated games because that yeah, is my you, most uh... anticipated game of this year. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Did you see when uh they did the live playthrough at uh PSX? Uh, no, I actually, oh, well, man. I may have, but it's been a while, so I don't remember yeah, it was, if I it was saw in, uh, December. that like, footage. Yeah, they, uh, they played it on stage. Like, they played through the entire section, yes. and yeah, it was, it was really, they were like, Well, did it, didn't it end on, like, the roof, uh, and there was, the like, a... and stuff. Right, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. I and think I cool. saw it. It's just been a while, and I don't remember the whole thing. Yeah, and the, and the crowd was yelling which it. button inputs to do. It was, yeah. it was a pretty cool experience, but, uh, I mean... It was a, like a live let's play pretty much. <laughs> but uh yeah, I'm I'm excited for that too. But um so yeah. Let's see where are we? All right, uh last question before we switch it up a little bit from uh I think that's Asian Pikachu. It says are betas the new demos of the future? And I think well, that's I think really- I mean for the most part they already have been. At least right. multiplayer stuff. That's basically what a beta yeah. is. Mm-hmm. A demo most and test. Well, like, yeah, uh, when they're not just used as promotional material, right. literally a week before the game comes out. Yeah, if it's like, an actual, if it's an actual beta, it's a couple of months to more. Well, even longer than that away to be able to iron out what they find when it's tested by that many people. Right. But I mean, you see a lot of AAA stuff that is very highly budgeted. Like here's our open beta for three days, and the game comes out a week after that, and, and that's. It's not really, I, that's not what I would call a beta at all. It's not meant for testing anything. Uh, unless you're just, I, 
except for maybe some stress testing on servers, but that's not really like something that needs to be done for a lot of people these days. It's like Call of Duty doesn't need to stress test servers anymore. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, I had this discussion this morning whenever I was playing Fighter Z on my morning stream. Mm -hmm. Like, someone was like, does this turn you off from wanting to play the game? I'm like, no, because like it's it's advertised as a beta. And I feel like this is an actual like beta because as I mentioned earlier in the cast as well, like Arc system has never made a game that has this much hype behind it. Right. So they've never had to deal with like server stress and servers going down and stuff like that. So it serves as like a kind of like they're setting the bar for themselves to know like how far they can take their servers before they break. It's also helping them train on how to react to this shit if it were to ever happen again yeah. like when the game's released. So I feel like the Fighter Z beta is an actual like beta, but like you said with Call of Duty or Battlefield or like multiplayer games that release yearly, when they come out with like a, a beta weekend, they know their servers are going to be fine. They know what to prepare for. They know it's shit's going to work. Baby. It's they're just building hype behind their game. Um, but like with fighting games, I feel like especially with this one, they're getting ready for the server wise and then they can throw in balance changes before a game releases because fighter z releases in 12 days something like that yeah um, 12 days yep. so like they can they can even throw in some balance fixes before then or they a bug could pop up with a bunch of people that have their hands on it they could possibly right. they might not be able to fix but they have an eye on it and they'll say hey we are aware of this we're going to be fixing this in this time frame um Stuff but most like it, it's it it's I guess it's situational because like with nowadays there's a lot of early access, which is like dudes are technically alphas and betas, and they aren't like free, but I mean it's it's kind of like it's tough to answer that question. Also these days I think that thing. for for single player games demos still have some importance and Wolfenstein 2 is like the perfect example of that where they released a demo after the game was released because of their crashing problems right mm-hmm. that they let people go through the first level of the game for free and that's mm-hmm. essentially just so you know that if you buy the game you can fucking play it yeah, even though you can yeah. still have problems after that I think most of the issues stemmed like mine were just right in the beginning cutscene. And it was a hard crash, and it was at the same spot every time. And there was no way to get past it. So I had to refund it. And I yeah. haven't repurchased it since. Gotcha. Yeah, that's too bad about that. And I know Bethesda has like done that more than once, because Evil Within 1 and 2 both did the exact same thing. Because like mm-hmm. both of those games have had pretty shoddy uh, PC performance. So I um, was going to say, yeah, Tim, you are talking about... Uh, like. Dragon Ball Fighter Z, the importance of like finding out like game breaking stuff like that, or like mm-hmm. like balance changes. That really makes me wonder like why they didn't put in a training mode in the beta. Because if people got their hands on that, they'd be toying around. And what if someone finds like an infinite or something? Mm-hmm. That's like I mean, prime beta like, with beta is the perfect time to find out about stuff. Game like as crazy as like a tag fighter. Yeah, you almost kind of want crazy shit like that because it's bound to happen. It's bound someone's gonna find that shit. And whether they decide to let it rock or not is up to the community that plays the game and developers themselves. Um, they may not have had it like made it intentional, but like Marvel Two, now this is way back before there was patching and all that stuff. Marvel Two had infinites out the ass, but people right. just rocked it. And, you know, if you got if you got hit to the point where you got put in an infinite, that's on you. Learn to deal with it. It's kind of like their mindset. Um, 
the reason why like they don't have the training mode is because they want to push people to playing online to stress a certain like the idea of this beta was not to like have people play the game and try it out and like test things in training mode it was to break their servers that was the whole reason behind this test um so that's why they didn't throw it in a training mode they even said so like if they had a training mode probably 30 percent of the players would just sit in the actual training mode just, just learning the game yeah, and, stuff. yeah exactly. and they didn't want to they didn't want that they wanted people actually playing online or trying to play online to push the servers okay. so gotcha. All right. I mean, as long as they make their point about that, then it's fine. And I mean, like, for a multiplayer game to to run a beta with a specific goal in mind is good PR, especially if you pull... I mean, it's a double-edged sword where if you don't pull off the fixes that you need, yeah. then people will be like, well, then what was the fucking beta for, dude? Come on, yeah. you're, not you're not capable of giving us a goddamn game <laughs> Right, that works. Yeah. Exactly. But if you get it right, then you're perfectly fine. And, mm -hmm. and you're probably even better off than if you released. I mean, you definitely will be better off if you released, you had server instability issues, and then fix them later. If you do that during a beta phase, people automatically in their head are like, yeah, it's fine. You know, the game's not released yet, and they'll yeah. write it off. It, it's just the way that people There's, work. I mean, there's too many games that have been dead in the water because they had server issues on launch. Yeah. Look yep. at Wildstar. Like, look mm -hmm. at any MMO that's not around anymore, really. Um, Wildstar is a big example of that. People were hyped as fuck for that game. And people will say, oh, it just was too much of a grind, but it was really the server issues that turned people off from that game. Well, for me, existed. for me, it was, for, I, yeah. leveling took so fucking, I didn't, yeah. I never got to max level in Wildstar. I got PvP, to 30. PvP was the way to do that in that game. Apparently <laughs> it was so much faster. I but... loved, I loved that world and, yeah. and the music and, and everything surrounding it. And I just could not fucking drag myself on to get to level mm -hmm. 50. It was too much, but there was a, the server issues persisted for yeah they were pretty mile on that game and um a lot of other ones like conan exiles in that first it is still early access yeah. and it's a lot better now but there was a lot of hype behind that when it first came out and then the uh, server issues out the ass and yeah it's just you can just go through so many online only games and right you can point to like why are they still around because they just released and with no sort of really understanding of um, how to lost run their momentum, right? Yeah, yeah. It's WoW's sad, the though. only one that can battle through it because it's WoW every expansion. Yeah, it's the only one that can battle through it, and it's just because it's running the name of World of Warcraft now. Exactly. Yeah, it's not online only, but uh, Dark Souls has pretty much. I mean, throughout the entire series, the PvP has had pretty shitty netcode. Like even in mm -hmm. three, considered like despite it being very well populated. Like having a dedicated arena for PvP invasion spots that allow people. There's still so many issues with like phantom range where like attacks that are far away will hit you, and uh, that's another thing about the Dark Souls remaster. They're saying they're actually gonna try and do dedicated servers for PvP this time, which I mean, I'll believe it when I see it, baby, because <laughs> that game has never had good netcode. That series, yeah. Again. So hopefully we'll see. Yeah, great question, uh, Pikachu. Thank you. And uh, so, yeah, for the... Pull this back up. So we did something a little different this week. Uh, when we tweeted out the stream, we, uh, we wanted to hear more from you guys. So we, at, we put a question on our Twitter. 
which was what games are you most uh, excited for in 2018? So let's read through a couple of responses real quick. Uh, first one was from Mac, uh, iMac score AI. He's looking forward to Ooblets. Have you guys heard of this game? Yep. Ooblets. That's the uh... yeah, that's Pikmin, right? Yeah, Ooblets like... is the. It's not Pikmin. It's it's more Animal Crossing. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you're okay. a meme or not? <laughs> no. Double five. No, I was game. just trying to think of the game that it, like looked most like. Oh to yeah. Me. Yeah, that's it's, what we uh, it's an indie game that's really reminiscent of uh, Animal Crossing. Uh, cute little aliens but uh, yeah that looks we're gonna no it looks really fucking good. adorable yeah it looks awesome yeah. uh, we uh i have a friend in uh like my friend group like irl who is uh really diehard in the animal crossing and uh we all when we saw footage for this we're like yep yeah, austin's gonna be all over this <laughs> he actually <laughs> he's so into this the stupid animal crossing he'll like he'll put something in the group chat we're all in and say like all right, guys, I'm headed to the club, and I'll put, like, a screenshot from the 3DS game of him, like, next to, like, a disco ball in Animal Crossing. And, or he'll <laughs> be outside and be like, man, it's so hot, guys. And he'll put, like, a screenshot outside his house. Like, Austin, fuck off. <laughs> so, yeah, I, this game looks really right up his alley, and it looks really fun. Uh, I have a friend in California who, actually, they went to, like, the game expo. I, I'm, I, I completely spacing what it was called, but it had a lot of indie devs. Nino Kuni 2 is playable there. Probably called Indiecade. Indiecade. If if it's in mm. Los Angeles, I don't. I don't know. I think it was like something like Games of the Dead or something like Gaming of the Dead. I, oh, uh, I there's plenty of stuff out there. I just know that in LA, I've been to a thing called Indiecade before that okay. had a lot of a lot of stuff like that. Gotcha. Uh, one year. Yeah, he got to play a demo there, and he was really happy with what he played. It was really fun and chill. You see, I, it's gonna day it's gonna, of the devs. Day, day of, of the, the devs. devs yeah. Yes. Okay. Right. 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 Awesome. Yep. Yeah, that, that makes more cool. sense than Day of the Dead. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> my bad. But, makes um, a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah. <it does. laughs> also, uh, some more games. Uh, PD Skeety's looking forward. I'm sure this is a troll because it's PD Skeety. He's looking uh, Soda Drinker Pro 2049. <laughs> now, wait, is that actually a thing? I'm not sure, but I really hope it is. <laughs> I'm gonna Google this. Set of Drinker 2049. Not on Steam. Yeah, maybe you'll find something That's on a Google that. search. It's, it's probably a, a PD might have been made it up, but yeah, get my hopes up like that. Because <laughs> you get to drink a lot of soda and sometimes a little bevved up. If I imagine the soda, seminal fluid. All right, PD. Uh, thank you for that. I probably should not have read that live on air. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, Bustler Hustler. Uh, which in the past has proven to say things even worse than me. So a little, <laughs> little hesitant to read this, but it looks tame. Uh, he says he's looking forward to the Dark Souls remaster. He wants a good port. No faith in Borderlands 3 after the blunder that was Borderlands the pre-sequel. And oh, is that, that coming out this year? No, he said he followed it up with if it's a 2018 release. Have uh, they even okay. announced it? They haven't like announced it. it? But uh, they have been okay. showing off like new uh, cell shading, like graphic demos, saying this is for our new game, and it's pretty much you know, like oh, it looks okay. like Borderlands art stuff. So they're definitely making it. But that is a hot take. I don't know if any of you guys played the pre sequel. I started, so, and then no, I never did. No, okay, <laughs> it didn't continue. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah it, it didn't really grab me. But I mean, it was just more Borderlands. I feel like first Borderlands was definitely this one series. <sighs> Like, I like Borderlands 2 a lot. Like it, they, yeah. Borderlands 1 was good, but then Borderlands 2 
took what was great about Borderlands 1 and just improved on it and just made it better. And then okay. gave you an actual story to care about. <laughs> right. Because there wasn't really a story or a point to Borderlands 1. Just open the vault. Oh, shit, you open the vault. Look at this big-ass monster. And scene. I mean, there's a twist. There's a twist there. The thing for two is just the opening level is just so long and takes so long to be done with, like the whole ice level. Like, two just didn't grab me as much as one, but it might have just been because it wasn't as fresh and exciting as one first came out. I'm seeing in the chat that pre-sequel is made by a different dev team from Borderlands 2, which uh, explains That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of feels like a... Modern Warfare 2 to Modern Warfare 3 kind of jump. Just, you know, same exact mm-hmm. thing, just a little bit different. But yeah, thank you for the answer. Also, uh, Mitchie Legend, he's looking for the new Assassin's Creed. Follows that up with Yelka Pap. Which, uh, <laughs> sarcasm. <sighs> but, uh, finally, I am the Seth. Uh, said he's looking forward to Donut Ca- Country. or I think it's Donut County. Not sure. County. But uh, it's a game where you play as like a hole in the earth. It's an indie game, and you move around and try to oh, devour right. everything. See? Oh, okay. PSX, yeah. Yeah, Donut County. That's yeah, coming to Steam. It, uh, yeah, it's a physics adventure game where you control a hole in the ground. Every time you swallow something, the hole grows a little bigger. It, it looks a little out there. It uh, but it looks fun. So I'm looking forward oh, to that. Oh, that as well. it does look really neat. Yeah, great, great style to it. To sure. the wish list you go. <laughs> You've made it. <laughs> Congrats! Right. I think that's gonna do it for this week's episode. We don't have an item. Are we not gonna go over? Are we not gonna go over our personal? Oh, oh 20... I'm sorry. Did you? Did well, you I've already tweet? said mine was Detroit. Yeah, no, no comparison. <laughs> All right, Sam. Uh, let us know. Enlighten us. Well, I mean, I think I know still, the answer. It, is, but <laughs> it's gonna be Kingdom Hearts three um, until really? it gets delayed to 2019. Then it will be. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to the delay to Kingdom Hearts three. Right. <laughs> That's my Pretty most anticipated much. delay of the year. Right. As of right now, it's still Kingdom Hearts three is still coming out this year, and that is my most anticipated title of this year. If it gets pushed back, it'll be after Nino Kuni two, but right. Nino Kuni two would probably be my most anticipated title. Yeah, Nino Kuni two year. is pretty safe bet. Liable. I mean, it's already been delayed like once, but it's, it's definitely going to be this year. Oh, uh, yeah. No, it will. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I can't wait for three. I just, uh, and also the, uh, I'm not sure that it's probably not going to be released 2018, but the Final Fantasy VII remake is looking a little promising. I'd like to. Once, once three is released, that whole team's shifting over to the Final Fantasy VII remake. Okay, so. good. I'm excited for that as well. All right, gentlemen. It's about that time. It's the end of the podcast. It's about that time. It's close to that time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, no iTunes review this week. If you'd like to be featured on the podcast, uh, you can leave us a review at iTunes. Only stipulation we ask. You can say anything you want about the podcast. If you love it, hate it, doesn't matter. Leave us the review. We only ask it's five stars. That's the only stipulation. Your chance at internet fame to such a niche group of people. Uh, you can do that through the uh, the iTunes podcast review. So definitely let us know uh, what do you think about the podcast. Woody comments, uh, insightful, whatever. Doesn't matter. Let us know. Five stars. And uh, yeah, that's going to wrap it up this week. Thank you guys for joining us for episode 307. Uh, for all the best PC gaming news, reviews, 
and this sexy podcast, make sure you go to kbmod.com. And uh, we're also active on Twitter at kbmodgaming. And uh, yeah, if you want to follow any of us individually, you can follow uh, myself at Katie's and underscore. You can follow All Sham No Wow at All Sham No Wow. You can follow Tim at Staffo New. All of them on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. And yeah, that's going to do it. Thank you for joining us, and we will catch you in the next episode. Goodbye. Adios, my dudes. Yatta! Aw, <laughs> oh, damn it, I forgot about this. <laughs> <laughs>